Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. Transmit live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Hello, Matthew. What we do here... Hello, Kamar. <laughs> Hello, Simon. <laughs> what we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. Uh, we're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. Jamie! Jamie! We're then going to talk about each guest, uh, give our talking points, uh, opinions, this, that, and the next. But first, come on, I, I noticed we had some new patrons this week. We're back in the black. Are we? Is that the term? Black I don't, is good, I don't eh? think you can say that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, new listeners. Welcome back, old listeners. Uh, every week I read off the new Patreons. Uh, sign up and support us, and this week's no different. We have the return of Carla Hagler. Welcome back, Carla. Car- Welcome back, Carla. I think wow. she's from Texas. I believe she is from Texas. Carla Hagler sounds like a boxer. Yeah. That's Marvin Hagler. That's I know. What, and, okay. and so the association, uh, welcome back. And then we have uh, Eat Food, who messaged me Pretty and said, do not say right, my name. Right to the point. Like, oh, but very, you just said it. But no, no. They said, say that, but do not say my real name. I, don't, I didn't get their government name. They didn't know. If okay. we got that or not. No, I didn't. But they were adamant that I not say their name. Sorry, Sebastian Jones. So really? I, I, they yeah, messaged they, you specifically, yeah. too. That's very interesting. Or maybe it was the, the, the podcast. Okay. But uh, it's Matt's mom. She eat just food. wants to stay in good food. Thank you for joining the Patreon. Yeah. And finally, Thank you, Mo Lesterfield. <laughs> yeah, that's that. my favorite name of the week. Yeah. No offense to Carla. Mo Lester. Eat food. It's just Mo Lester. No, Mo. Mo Lester. Mo was the first name. Lesterfield. Oh, Lesterfield. <laughs> we see what you're doing there. It, it feels like a Simpsons. I'm gonna come and get these new kids. <laughs> all right, excellent. Um, well, thank you all for joining. We appreciate the shit out of you. Thanks for supporting. Kamar, how was your week? Uh, just uh, one last thing I want to say. As I thank figured, you, everyone. I figured out how to uh, describe it. The, the the for the Patreon, you get the post show, which is our actual attempt at a podcast. You know what I mean? Otherwise, this is a, a reaction video podcast to Joe Rogan and the post Joe. If someone asks me, what's the difference? I guess I wouldn't, I don't want to call it an attempt at a podcast because the three of us are at this point more than capable. Oh, no. Of, it's our podcast then. Sure. I mean, I guess it is. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas the other one is the, the, the main show is, All is right, a reaction from video. This show intellectually belong to Joe Rogan. So. There is, I see what Kamar's driving there's at. There's almost often it. times where there is no Joe discussed in the post-Joe. Yeah, for sure. I just, if if we were had a real podcast, we would give it a real, like sometimes, you know, we're rushed to get out of here. It's hot. We've been here for five hours. Well, I think about the luxury of having you guys, uh, and I know you, and we have the banter, but like to talk to a different person every week, like that's a different muscle. And then there's the just talk by yourself. That's a different muscle. The talk by yourself, I find really difficult because I thought about doing a podcast on my own and I'm like, no, no point. No, there's a point, but there's be a lot of lonely nights on the way to getting there. Um, But uh, did you ask me how my week was? Mm -hmm. My week was fantastic. I got back on stage, boys. 
Congrats. How was it? Um, the first set was like, because uh, I, I had that n- a new joke and I wanted to do it and I totally bailed and like was sort of ha- hating myself on stage, but I still had to go. Like I couldn't stop and tell everyone's going on. So it was really start and stoppy. And I was like, ah, oh, this is awkward, but it was all right. And then the uh, second show, I like crushed. But couldn't you go off the cuff and tell the crowd, just be honest, be like, Okay, listen, I had this new joke. I was going to tell it. I didn't. I'm a pussy. Like, isn't that funny yes. in itself? Yes, I could and I should have, but I didn't. No, fair enough. And I just, just stammered. Okay. I mean, I got laughs, but I, like, people were like, were you all right? Like, you seemed uncomfortable or whatever. I got oh, fellow comedians. Got laughs. Exactly. Gotcha. But the second set, I, like, I crushed. And I have a theory, like, with you guys, you know me, and you know, like, uh, most of my jokes. So it's not funny to you. You know what I mean? You, you more like you see what I'm doing, and if you're in an audience, you see oh, people are laughing, but it's not like you don't see it as like really funny. I, I don't think anyone who knows someone, because you might see the difference of them, the stage person and who they are, mm-hmm. but strangers think I'm funny. Right? Well, that's it's not the idea, <laughs> and that's what matters. So, um, but keep in mind, I've only seen your set like you know, I haven't seen it that much. I still laugh at it. Yeah, and and like eight minutes, I think that's what I did last night. Is like. There was upon a time when I was like, how do I do six minutes? Eight minutes is like squeezing shit in. Like, ah, I don't, I don't have enough time to like, if you want to ease into it and really get them on your side. Cause just like a weird thing. Like Joe talks about it where you just feel the momentum, you know, everything you're going to say, what it's going to get. Like they're, they're, they're totally on the page. One problem though. Uh, well, advantage talking to hot girls after the show, mm-hmm. because before when we were doing it, you just had to leave. There was no hang and bang or anything like that. But we're hanging with all these troops from Petawawa. And this one guy starts to tell me about comedy because he listens to Joe Rogan. And I was like, stop, stop. So there's all these people out there because Joe talks about comedy so much. Now they feel like they have an insight into it. You know what I mean? Did you tell him about our podcast? I did. And he sort of chuckled. But then he went back to telling me about comedy okay. because of what he said on Joe Rogan. So I think Joe Rogan's made many experts in many fields. Yes, yes. But I mean, he asked, like, how do you do it? Or can anyone do it? And I'm, I'm sure anyone can do it. You just have to do it over and over and over and over and over again. Uh, okay, hold on, though. I know you're not going to name names, and I don't have their names, so it's useless for me. But you know people that have been going over and over and over and have gotten no better. And I mean, listen, anyone can do it. You can get up there. This is it. That's not it. It's can you get better over time? I don't think everyone can. Thank My you, apologies. Thank you for saying I'm not going to mention any names. But yeah, there's many names where yeah. it's like, I started, they were pretty established, and now I'm walking back to them. But there's people who started after me who went past me. So there's no like... No, I get it. But the point is... You say where you are. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like those people, you know, listen, there's certain people that just don't have it. That's all it is. The same thing, like, there's you can't say that just anyone could go out to a golf course and become a good golfer with just enough time. I don't buy that. Yeah, I guess so. The most interesting thing I thought is you, you it's hard to have, like, a funny 18, 20-year-old. Is it? Like, they have to start at 16 or just be a natural, like, yeah, Eddie Murphy wants. It takes five, six years to, because it's, it's the confidence that people are That's, responding to, not necessarily the jokes. Yeah, I guess. It's weird. I feel like I was my funniest at Maybe a little older, maybe like 22 to 24. Although maybe I was just never Yeah, but you funny. weren't getting on stage every night. No, like, I was never getting on stage. And the whole life experience thing helps. Well, yeah. Yeah. You have some perspective. Yeah. 
But yeah, talking to hot girls was amazing. And uh, anyone in the auto area, this Wednesday, the 21st to Sunday, I'll be hosting every night. Come on out, have a meetup. It's going to be fun. But it, it was the best. Like, just talking to comics after the show about jokes. We were talking about this uh, one comic who, uh, he's a Montreal comic, so like a Mitch Hedberg type who passed away. He had a joke where he's like, during the days I teach guitar lessons. <laughs> I don't know how to play guitar. But beginners don't know. <laughs> Oops, sorry, pardon me. Anyways, that was really funny last night when we were telling. But just just that banter after it it's it's fifty percent of it. The hang, you know? Yeah. So it's good to be back and I'm energized. Simon, you've been rather it. silent. Is it my turn? He continues his silence. Yes, how was your week? My week was fine, Matt. Thank you for asking. Um Yesterday, somebody mentioned uh, Battlefield Earth. We were talking about it. And they yeah, said was it there, was yeah. not a bad movie. No, they said it was not the worst movie. They went and okay. rewatched it. It was okay. not the worst movie of all time. Okay. You and, watched it last night. And in night. all fairness, me being as open-minded as I am, mm-hmm. you I went thought, back. you know what? I don't even remember that movie. Because he was telling me like the theme points to Battlefield Earth. And I was like, I don't even remember watching that movie. Anyways, went back, watched it. It's the worst movie of all time. When you are describing the worst movie. It's worse than The Room. Matt, it's so horrible. It's so horrible. There's a scene. First of all, okay. There's a scene in it where this is the exact dialogue, okay? It's alien John Travolta talking to an alien bartender. And he's and the alien bartender has obviously done something wrong that John Travolta knows about and he doesn't want him to tell. And he says, you could just be a good friend and erase that from the record. And John Travolta looks him dead in the face and says, I could be a good friend if we were friends. And then he laughs. That sounds like a great line. Oh, my God. Okay. You know what? Anyways. But wait a second. Aren't there crazy special effects? The effects are so bad that as I was watching it, I was like, what year was this done in? Because I had to know. So I looked. It's 2000. I'm like, wow. Oh, I was about to hit the movie were, game button. Fuck. They were making real shitty movies in 2000. So then I thought, you know what? When did they do The Matrix? Because that was a good movie. 99. 1990 fucking nine. So there's no excuse for this movie to use Dude, bad the way they like pan from scene to scene, Matt, is with like a deadening of the screen, you know? <laughs> like a low budget television show. And don't even get me started on the plot. Like, this shit is crazy stupid, man. Did you watch The Tomorrow War? Oh, that looks awful. I did. You, you, with uh, Chris Pratt, the new one. Yeah. And that's way better. Oh, my God. But it's not good. It's, it's, a, it's a stinker. And it makes the... Compared to this, it's like fucking Oscar. Apocalypse Now. <laughs> it's so bad. But- Dude. The, it is so bad. And John Travolta in a shitty movie where you would think he would shine as a, he is the worst. He made <laughs> Forrest Whitaker look like fucking um, the best actor you've ever seen. Well, Forrest, Forrest, Forrest Whitaker, Whitaker is, is the good best actor. actor you've ever seen. Not in this role, <laughs> my friend. Not in this role. First of all, do, do you remember the movie at all? I never saw it. They're fucking cavemen. I've never seen okay? it. I've never seen okay. it either. I, I have to tell you the premise, okay? Because this it's just too oh, stupid for up. words. So could this not be a post show thing? Bonus or we just, no, no, no fuck weak. it. We'll go long. Who this cares? Let's go. These the human race dies off, 
Okay. Okay. And then the remaining people start again, which I like. But they somehow become cavemen. And, like, that's how far back they've regressed. You know what I mean? Okay. So they live in, like, this little part of the forest. And for some reason, never venture out to, like, cities, which are there, but just overgrown. Then there are aliens who come down. That's Travolta. For some reason, they're like monkey men, which was never explained. They have giant hands. And Travolta, much more human looking than the rest of them. Also, just another weird fucking plot point. Um, anyways, somehow there's like a rebellion. I don't know, man. And then they teach, the ape men teach themselves to fly airplanes and like... The thing is fucking crazy, man. Like these Scientologists must have been so goddamn high. Oh, it's a Scientology movie. Well, it has to be, man. Yeah, like, it's L. Ron Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard wrote it. Um, but are like the uh, the monkey man like Bigfoot, possibly? Oh, interesting, Kamar. Oh my! <laughs> I haven't seen it. I have no idea. Anyway, Simon rewatches it. No, and comes back next all, week. All new okay, eyes. Hold on. All new oh, yeah. Oscar. Hold on. <laughs> this thing was a gem. Um, no, it's fucking horrible. Like horrible. Do yourself a favor and burn any copy of that movie you see. Do you know? Okay, uh, back to the Tomorrow War though. Yeah. A friend of mine asked if his twelve-year-old uh, should watch it. I said I don't think so. I think the animals scary enough. Oh, they could definitely watch it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. I think that, that thing would no, that's a, scare it's me. It's a stupid movie. Maybe I'm a pussy. Um, I watched another one this morning that was like uh, Cosmic Something with Bruce Willis and Frank Grillo. I didn't realize Frank Grillo was in it until too late. Well, Frank Grillo's in every movie. <laughs> yeah, so. until too late. I didn't realize Frank Grillo well, was in it. Because he doesn't show up until like 25 minutes into the movie. They're just talking about general. General, this guy, general, and then fucking who pulls up? Grillo. I'm like, boom. Stop. The best. Anyways, um, yeah, so that, that was that. Open-minded, and it came back to bite me in the butt, but that's okay. Um and then just to give you a little update on what's going on with the aliens, because obviously Joe isn't going to do it. He, he broke his promise. Um, I've heard, ear to the, to the grindstone, some rumblings about that report that came out. So either total bullshit, like I said, you know, who knows, could be all fucking jabronis. But if you believe it, they're saying that that report is like, actually like 400 pages long and there's a 26 minute video in there to end all UFO videos air quotes. So cool. that, that would be super cool. This like is, this isn't your dad's UFO leak. Apparently it's a video <laughs> that like, it's not an army, you know, high, over, high definition, high def satellite shot. It's a, uh, or radar shot, rather. It's a, it's a it's movie a, of the plane hitting the Pentagon? A, the guy who was describing it said it's like a movie. And why has that not been released? Because it wasn't for our eyes. It was part of the classified documents. Bullshit. But whatever, man. It could be total bullshit. That's what I'm saying. I'm just... Hmm. If that's true, that's fucking cool, man. It's been like uh, anticlimactic fucking failure. Oh, we should swear, eh? Climactic. Why? Because I've noticed on YouTube, uh, no one swears. Or they'll like edit yeah, stuff out. I don't care. It doesn't help the algorithm. Oh, well. Yeah. And that might be what's holding us back. 
Yeah, no, that's not what's holding us back. <laughs> How was your week, Matt? Uh, it was fine. Simon, I feel like this week more than any, 144 weeks we've been doing this. This I guess is 145 weeks. I feel like this week more than any, maybe you finally feel like people maybe listen. No? Why? What happened? Why? One of his son's friends oh, listened. Yeah. No way! Yep. Yesterday we were mini putting. He found out someone listened. He was very surprised what? at that. That was your buddy. It's not. Uh, I was just surprised that like he actually he knows us. Yeah, if, but the, if I, mean, I he's knew help, us, yeah, yeah. I definitely wouldn't listen. I, I what had, a piece of shit. You I had are. a girl that I went to high school with call me at eleven o'clock. I think it was last last uh, right after the podcast last night. Were hasted, telling me how to do the podcast. Telling you how to do it or what they thought. I, I mean, if they remember making the phone call, it was, it was so it was so weird. Never talk to them again. I haven't talked to him in 15 years. Weird. You just had to, had to tell us. Weird. You didn't, you didn't make any big big money? Oh, no. I just All I did was bleed all week. Just bled. And you know why? Because I don't know how to bet baseball. And I've been betting baseball. Betting baseball is a terrible why, idea. There's no soccer to bet on now? Not really. There'll be some Olympic soccer coming up soon. What a turnaround in the uh, Buck series, eh? That too, I've lost a countless money betting props on the. He fucking is basketball. amazing. There's already the yeah the first case of COVID in the Olympic Village. Did you hear that? I heard that. That was quick. It's happening already. Hasn't even started. I was talking about how, or we I was going to bring it up in the podcast, but uh, Joe's shits on the Olympics. How whatever country has Olympics loses a bunch of money with. People going to the events and buying tickets and yeah. spending money in restaurants and hotels yeah. and no one's going. Like it's crazy that people lose the most money. It's ever. crazy at this point that people bid for it. Like, who would like to lose billions of dollars in eight years? You know what I mean? Like it's uh, like I th- I think it's some sort of prestige thing that we are so big we can lose this much money. It's so stupid. Mm-hmm. All right. Well let's uh let's run down the guest list if you don't mind, Kamar. Okay, right on. We had a first-time uh, guest, a uh, very funny guy, uh, 1681, Brian Simpson, discovered by Tom Segura. Lucky for him. Uh, then we had a, I don't know, Jesse Signal, 1682. We'll get to it. And then we had um, our favorite professor, but I call him a professor, 1683, Andrew Uberman. That's very clever, Kamar. Thank bro. you. Well, professor. He, he's so cool. He's so cool. <laughs> what you said it. So cool. That was my Elon impression without trying. All right. Do you uh, want to rate the week? So weird because we've had some really good weeks lately. And uh, one of these guests, I like, I almost threw. Well, we know which one, obviously. You made it pretty clear when you said the name. <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember that podcast. Like, literally, I have zero recollection. Well, I'll of tell you, because that, that podcast, we've always said, like, wow, I could never get on the Joe Rogan. What would I talk about? It's like, oh, no, you could go on if you have nothing to talk about. But uh, I'll give the week. I'll give the week a three. Uh, I give it a two. And I will also give it a two. Maddie, hit that button. No, the agreement is for all three. Oh, it doesn't. Nice. It's not a two-way thing. It's a it's a room agreement. Well, give me <laughs> give me half an agreement. Okay. We have an agreement. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Simon got That's his like half. the remix. Yeah. Woo. Okay, a little Ric Flair. Uh, he's coming up as a guest. Yeah. Well, it's about time. Nature boy. Although we, I I don't think we've had a good run with wrestling. Have we ever had yes. a guest die right on? <laughs> 
the Joe Rogan experience. Why is he having He's just all red faced health issues? No, but he'll probably get just so every worked time up. that guy screams, I think it's done. It's like, the last that's one. The that's last gonna be the woo. last scream, yeah. The last woo. Do you think that's what he'll do on his deathbed if he makes it like like if he doesn't die in a car accident or have a sudden car like you know what I mean? Like I mean if you're a true showman, Matt. <laughs> that's what you do. No, but he'll do. If it. you're Ric Flair, you go it's out like wooing. It's like Tana for a magician. He's got. He's got a. You go out wooing. He'll do it like Job in the hospital. Yeah, that's, yeah, what, that's what he's yeah. saying. Woo. That's the true showman. One last woo. Rick, give us one last one. Woo. Um. All right. Let's get into it. He woos his way to heaven. That's how that works, man. Come on. 1681. Brian Simpson. Brian Simpson. Uh, you guys like hot wings? The show? Oh, just just hot chicken wings. No. Chicken wings in general. No, I don't eat wings. We've done this. I had some amazing wings the other night. Give a free plug to an Ottawa establishment. Heartbreakers. Great pizza, too. Yeah, Heartbreakers. I heard they have the best wings Those in Ottawa. Those wings They're amazing. are some fucking magic, man. Their like, pizza is staggering. The pizza was Their good. Their pizza is the best pizza in Ottawa. It is the best pizza in Ottawa. But their wings might be some of the best wings I've ever tasted. But did you, did you get them takeout? Yeah. Because you have to assemble them. They come with a little, like the nuts on the side and a little sauce on the side. Mm-hmm. If you don't do that, you're like, this is all right. But if you combine it all, it is like. I didn't even combine it. I just ate them like as is, man. And they were. I ate them cold and they were amazing. Really good. Yeah, no, I've heard uh, from a chef friend of mine. He was like, they have the best wings, potentially, like you said, maybe in. The region. They're sort of like Thai or something. But you have a problem with meat on the bone? I just normally chicken wings. It's just too much. I, I don't know. We used work. to make these wings at um, Vaughn's when I used to work there a million years ago. And you would deep fry them and then you'd take them out. You'd mix them. Sauce them. Sauce them. But then you'd fry them in a pan. Like just to like bake the sauce on a little bit. You know what I mean? Well, really since we're good. on the topic, he talked about, it was this one where they talked about uh, French fries. Well, you said I I want to make a restaurant with just one thing. I was like New York fries, duh. It's been around yeah. for twenty years. But he's right. Blanching fries. If you have double if you, cook, yeah. it is the fucking way to do it. Oh, blanching fries. Yeah. Did they talk about that in this episode? Yeah. He didn't know the word blanching, but it's if you don't know, look it up, figure it out, and do it next time you're making fries. Yeah, but you, you have to have a deep fat fryer at home as well. You just have a fryer. It doesn't have to be a deep fat fryer. I think that what I said was redundant, but yeah, yeah, you okay. have a fryer, you got to deal with oil. Up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I used to have, when I had a, I had a shitty bachelor apartment in Montreal and I was stupid enough to put a fryer in it. Smoky? Just reeked. Smoky Oh my much? God, dude. Uh, but I used to blanch he, a ton of He fries lived in, in a chip stand. That's pretty much what. Well, uh, when we were 14, we had a buddy who owned a chip stand and it was pogos and fries all day and day. That was maybe the best time of my life, man. Uh, did you ever go through the suicide phase, though? You get the hottest wings? Because Joe loves those. doesn't do that. And Joe doesn't get asshole burn. I don't buy that. And he doesn't know what heartburn is. He, he might have had stel- stem cells in his butt, though. Well, this is what he, he claims, know. or he doesn't associate. Oh, that's what asshole burn is. Like, Can I say this? I Mary bought pack, a bag of Packy chips, the ones that are rated like their hottest. And I cracked them open last night and had a handful. And I was like, the odds that I can eat that whole chip that I bought are fucking slim to none. Good. I'm good. Uh, good you had that lesson. No, we're going to do it. Oh, no. I don't give a shit. I, I, you haven't seen the fight on the kid when they do yeah, it? Yeah, I have. It, does that... 
It's not entertaining. It is entertaining. No, it, um, Listen, you think Nelk Boys is entertaining. Well, so they are. The, so the difference between entertainment... $75 million a year. I guess someone finds it. I don't think we fried the wings in the pan afterwards. Double fry. I think that's my imagination. You're still on the, no, the I'm, wings I'm and bonds? No, I'm just thinking back now. Okay. Fuck the Nelk Boys, man. Just because something jealous. makes you a lot of money... No, Okay, that's crazy. That means that everything that makes a lot of money, I have to think is good. No. Yeah, that's what you're saying. I mean, they're successful because they're stupid. I was about that's to. What you're saying. I was about to ask if he was a BTS fan, and then I was like, no, I know the answer, so just back off. <laughs> lots, lots <laughs> is that of Korea pop. Yeah. Lots of people a stumble into success, and b like sometimes you can do the stupidest thing on earth and it becomes popular, especially now. I find it entertaining. Speaking of Just the stupidest me. shit on earth and getting popular, I read an article today that uh, in the new Jackass movie, someone gets full, like full pop punched in the nuts by Francis Ngannou. Someone. One of them. And that will be revealed if you watch it. <coughs> yeah, I, it didn't say which one. It just said one of the cast gets. That's crazy. I guess what the difference is, Kamar, is like Jackass, for example, example those they seem like i i don't know it's just too those guys just seem so phony like nothing about that seems real and that's why i don't understand why people get so geeked on it because it seems like they're playing you it's the private jets they're not even it's it's so gross like the way they do it i don't really care i look at them as like this generation's jackass so i don't really care i'm not meant to get just hear me out i look at it though like um, my only problem, my only serious problem with what they do is the pushing of the gambling. Like, I gamble, and that's no, fine. They're, if they're you, under a lot of criticism this week. For as that. they should be. And I, I just, it seems gross to me. Like, they know their audience is younger. Listen, if you want to gamble, go fucking do it. You know, I, I think you should gamble with responsibility, but. It's the popular thing to do right now. Yeah. Well, I think they're going to crack down on those guys fucking hard soon. Those phase guys are going to jail. Well, that, that that's was different. different. Yeah, that, I get it. That's making a coin. But yeah, it's all in the same family. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe that'll be their undoing. I just find every episode Steve is giving $10,000 away. And it's and like, that's fine. Listen, there's been ones where I've been touched. Come on. And that's great. I'm not, I have, you think I hate the Nelk boys. I don't. I just don't find them that entertaining. You that's hate all. me for liking them. Yes, I hate you, Kamar. I have a real problem with you. Just look at Simon's look. I think Simon hates you for liking them. Does your brother, does your son like them? I would have to ask him. I, I tend to think not. Don't want to have a conversation. Oh, let's find so. out. You want me to find out right now? Oh, I mean, if you can find out right this second, yeah, text him. Yeah, let's see what Shep says. Uh, this and then this will be such a good. Uh, we talked test. about that Olympian getting kicked out and stuff. So we talked about that. Which I, this is going to be the worst Olympics ever, and I love the Olympics. Oh, this will be the worst by Just, a long. Wouldn't it be good if it killed it though? I, I think it was proved in the Euro compared to the Copa, how much a uh, roaring stadium adds to the whole experience of the thing. It's, it's just part of, of it. The momentum and the, the cheering, like the 100-meter dash to silence. Maybe they'll do the, the same thing they did to pump sounds in, but it's just going to be... It's Pumping just, sounds in is so stupid. There's there's certain events, like I said, the, the, the road race will be amazing because that, that doesn't need people and the locals will be there, but the big stadium events, the... All the swimming. It'll be interesting, the rock climbing, the skateboarding, the new events, and uh, maybe some of the sporting event, because Team America's been getting their ass handed them. Whatever, the Olympics. Oh, well. 
the show must go on. But Khashoggi, they talked about Khashoggi. What did he do? That isn't. Why did they kill him? Why did they kill him so? Because that's a message. Like you could just have someone walk up behind him and shoot him in the back of the head. You know what I mean? But to to, to cut him up, that, that's a that's that's saying to everyone, you don't talk at all, right? I mean, I don't know. I, I guess, I guess. Was that maybe the easiest way to kill this guy? But hold on, if it's a message, why? Like, that wouldn't they do it more publicly? Like, I think they dismembered him to get his body out easier. I don't know if that was necessarily like. It just seems a, like a long way to kill someone. It feels like somebody said, you guys have 10, 15 minutes to get this guy's body out of this building. Because it didn't seem like a well thought out. It was just an improvisation. That's what I'm saying. It was like. I feel like he got killed in that embassy, and then yeah, they they worked really quickly to try and get him and, out of there. And in their head, they thought they were going to get away with it scot free. Well, maybe they didn't. Well, they did realize there were cameras on them. Like it seems stupid. My son said he doesn't really listen to or watch them. Those were his exact words. Why was the last thing? Till you go back, and he's like. In a day, he's four, eight hours later just sucked in. No, they're not for everyone. Whatever. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Uh, we are past the point of radiation causing superpowers in people, right? <laughs> we are past that? Chernobyl, Fukushima, like if any. Well, those things never really happen, but yeah, go on. Go on, go on. Oh, he's no, already, I'm, oh, he's I'm spoken done. about this ad nauseum. Chernobyl's you. a false flag? I'm pretty sure. So it's possible. Otherwise, Kamar, you would have nuclear energy heating your home. You would be driving a nuclear car. You would you like it's clean energy. The only thing we're worried about are meltdowns. But I thought that accident like set stuff back. Yeah, I mean, possibly. you really brush over though, like the big thing there. Like we're just worried about meltdowns. Yeah, like, like Fukushima and like Chernobyl. Yeah, we're just worried about so world-ending meltdowns. If those things had never happened, I'm just saying, just play along with me here for a sec. If there was no Chernobyl and no Fukushima, then nobody would be afraid of nuclear power and they would have kept using it and getting better at using it and it becoming self-contained and it, or, or it's, I guess self-contained is the wrong word, but contained into a smaller use package so that you can then yeah it's uh next thing you know everybody has a tiny little generator in their pocket and like for all we know that's what we're missing to fucking power interdimensional travel or something all because of big oil like think about the i think it's just oil <laughs> it's not really big oil no, because there's big oil and there's, there's small, small oil. oil. Yeah, of no, course. There's, there's a couple guys in Texas. Oil. There's a couple guys in Texas who are like, "Listen, I'm just a, I'm just a dude trying to make a living in oil. All right, don't pin me down. I don't want to paint all oil with one big black brush." You gotcha. Know? Yeah, of course. Why would you do that? Anyways, um, yeah. So, I I agree with that that those things set set it back. I do not agree with you that they were made up. To set it back, but back to your Simon whole, really revs his. He really revs a conspiracy engine. Have you noticed that? Like he with with he, a little. Facts, he gets in there. He kind of sits facts. up and he gets really into it, and then he just it's kind of like a down, like a just a downshift where he's like <laughs> I'm just zero, that yeah, right? zero facts. There's, Let's be clear about that. There's, <laughs> yeah. Zero, there's zero, zero facts. Yeah. Well, I just hundred foot lobster or something. 
Due to radiation. Or an 80-ton turtle or something. Um, yeah, and all we have is the Loch Ness Monster. But wouldn't you, but maybe wouldn't it go the other way? I'm just saying, like, they're the used, to, they're used to be small. Well, they're used to be massive turtles. So maybe all the shit we're doing is, like, maybe, like, it's shrinking our taints. It's shrinking everything well, else. They're just talking about this idea of, like, the Fantastic Four, all these situations well, or scenarios where radiation makes superpowers or super big things. That has never happened. It's not going to happen. It's not nuclear that's making your taint smaller. Maybe it is. It's the fluoride in the water. Oh my god! I love That's how this guy, this said. guy, this guy, two seconds ago is like, I have no facts whatsoever. <laughs> but whatever you say is wrong, and I'm going to throw this at you. Were you surprised at how interested Brian Simpson was in taint? Yeah. Ooh, tell me more about this taint. <laughs> when Joe brought is like, are you telling me that there's actually a reason for taint? But he said he had never heard of the word taint before. Is that right? No, he had heard taint, but he was like asking for the book. Is like, I'm going to go home and measure my taint right now. Simon, I've said taint to many people that are like, I don't know what that is. No, because some people call it something different. Choda. Gooch. The Gooch. Choda is is quite popular. Gooch is my favorite. Devil's Landing Strip. Gooch doesn't work for me. I've never heard that one before. Gooch. You've never heard the Gooch? No? Got kicked in the Gooch? I mean, I've heard Gooch, but never, like, kicked in the Gooch. It's all sort of words about the area, gray, where where it is, but yeah. Uh, Choda, Gooch, Taint. These These are the three biggies. Yeah. Um, Brian Simpson said he knew mad functional crackheads. Yeah. <laughs> that means like hundreds. Yeah. I know. I was wondering that too. I was and like, I, is that 10? Does he mean 50? Mad. It, 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 it's a weird uh, way to quantify a number, but. I'll say this though. I think in this world, if you know two functioning crackheads, that feels like, you know, mad functioning crackheads. That's how many right? crackheads like, I think he knows who function, who are functional. Yeah. And I bet they don't want to be crackheads. <laughs> like, uh, that being said, we agree. All drugs should be legal, yeah. as he said. This is the argument. How crazy is that Nick DiPaolo and Mark Maron came from the same comedy scene? It's not that crazy if you think about well, it. Well, they are polar opposites. Like Mark Maron's super left, Nick DiPaolo's super yeah. right. But and sometimes that's a good balance. Was Mark Maron already established when DiPaolo came into the scene? Well, Marin was around with uh, Kinnison. I'm going back to say that, uh, well, Marin was just a doorman. He wasn't even a well, Yeah, but he was partying point. with him. And, but and DePaulo and Marin were both ahead of Joe. Guys, you came out of Boston and were... What I'm driving at, Kamar, is I think Mark Marin is a very unlikable guy. I don't think DePaulo would tolerate him for a moment unless... There was some jockeying of position there. You know? I, I think there's a, there's a mutual respect with comedians, no matter what you believe in, uh, except for younger ones in this sort of... It's not even what he believes in. He just seems like he'd be a dude who really rubbed people the wrong way, you know? Like the way he goes about, or used to go about, like, getting people to get all riled up, you know? Go on. I I just thought it was interesting how Joe talks about this was the kind of like a. um, Sorry, are you talking about comedy shows or no? Kind of like a uh, troll. What's his name there? Michael Malice. You know, DePaulo's a troll. No, Marin's a troll. Not a troll, but like likes getting rises out of people. You know. I think he did when he was a degenerate alcoholic cokehead mm-hmm. and he spent the first five years of his podcast apologizing to people for his behavior. And I think he's just like a, a douchey lefty guy. Like I said, he had Hunter Biden on and like ate it up 
ate it up and now I'm I, I don't listen to it enough. I only listen to people I want to listen to on this. I don't listen on a regular. I don't know if he's retracted that or said it's weird. I, I thought he was on the up and up. Because you heard about Why it. Why would you even interview him? It seems odd. Because somebody to, asked you to do yeah, it. To launder his image. As no, no, word. no. That That's what I'm yes, saying. I'm like just saying. It seems like it seems even ridiculous, though. It's pretty transparent, right? Well, the same way he had Obama on, like, did anybody really? Hold on. Yeah, Obama. Having Obama. Was, hold on. That's a huge pull. <laughs> No, I, I know, but like... Any president would be a pool. It, Any president. That's what I'm saying. A, it wasn't a real conversation. But the president's crackhead son. Is, yeah, is that's, not, that's what I'm same, saying. Same Simon, I'm just saying, even if, you, even if everyone recognizes this isn't a real conversation, having the president on your podcast is a huge pull, big numbers. Anyone would do it. Okay, Matt. Oh, I hate you. Right I'm going to give you this one. But, but Are you? Yeah. No, you're not. Yeah, I gave it to you. It's yours. You heard about the they, they do the uh, Hunter Biden with his art? No. The White House came out and said Hunter Biden is selling art, and we are going to keep it anonymous who's buying his art. Like art so that we don't make he's a big painted, yeah. or art in his collection. He takes paint, puts it on um, paper, and then blows it with a straw. Oh my god! But they don't want anyone to know who's buying the art. Saudi billionaires. Well, the, anyone bribing him to get yeah. to his is a degenerate dad. Are you serious? That's the art he does. He puts paint on a canvas and blows it with a straw. I saw a picture of him doing that. Maybe he was snorting it. I don't know about. And I like how Trump is us. Trump is aces, and Biden is a degenerate. No, no, I, I meant to say degenerating. Yeah, uh, oh yeah, he's deteriorating. Yeah, he's an old. He's a geriatric. Um, Michelle Wolf, we know, is on the manifest for the Epstein, the Lolita Express. She's one of the people on it. She got a ride, yeah. Yes, she was on there, yeah. And Joe Rogan interact Like, that That just seems a weird, like, because um, he was talking about performing with Dave Chappelle, and Michelle Wolf is always with Dave Chappelle, it seems like. Well, don't forget, McAfee says that he was in Thailand with Joe Rogan, and Joe Rogan stole his two dwarves. Uh, little people, but yeah. Sorry. Well, his words. Yeah, I'm yeah, quoting yeah, yeah. him. Okay. Dead men tells no tales. Michelle I think he Wolf. said midgets in that case. I, no, I'm pretty sure he said dwarves but mm, either okay. way i was well, quoting john we're McAfee. gonna have to look that michelle up wolf i'd like to know what you went on that plane for did joe know that she was on the manifest when the last time she was on no i don't think so no no it wouldn't have been then but tim dylan knows for sure it's it's just weird it's weird so tim dylan knows for sure and they're friends is that what you're saying i don't know that's that's where i draw the uh blank but i know tim dylan knows about the manifest he references all the time I know Mich- Michelle Wolf knows Joe Rogan very well. It just it just seems like there's people who could be asked. You know what I mean? You gotta like, feel bad though because you was, like think about it. Think about it from her point of view. Let's just give her the benefit of the doubt. You're a you're a comedian, a female comedian, and like someone you know, you someone you rub elbows with in Hollywood is like, I got us a a free private jet to New York. You're like, fuck, I don't get to fly private almost ever. Awesome, I'm in. And then seven years later, five years later, a year later, two years later, it's like, oh, you were on the pedo plane? You know what I mean? Well, like, and may- yeah, but that's the perfect I don't know if you've even said that. I don't know if you just said this, but she could have been hanging out with somebody. You're and not they listening were, to what I'm saying. And they were like, I got us a ride. That's exactly what I just Is said. Is that what you just said? Okay, perfect. And if, and, and if that's your story. You're just going to, okay. That's completely acceptable. You didn't know what you're doing. Yeah, you just want to hear that from her mouth. <laughs> Don't I'm so, you? I'm sorry, Matt. I was thinking about something it's else. Fine. I was kind of listening it's to the fine. conversation. No, you were not listening to the conversation. Uh, yeah, come on. I'm with you there. I mean, it would be nice to. 
I mean, I mean, that's the closest I know. I don't think you're going to get uh, Bill Clinton. But I mean, it's weird because I mean, we know it's odd with Joe, though, that like we know he's spoken to multiple people that have rubbed elbows with Epstein and it's never come up on any podcast. He knew his personal chef, like he spoke to his personal chef. Um, oh, I wish we were better at recording stuff because we could have a full uh, yeah, montage Pepe de Silva of, of yeah. all the people Joe's talked to and. Dude, it'd be good. Joe if we had, is basically be Jeffrey great, Epstein. It'd be great if we had the CNN hologram. Like, just I'm pinning it together. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, the Patreon there, will there get those graphics. Two ways to handle that, right? You either lean into it. Yes, I had a meeting with Epstein. This is what we talked about. This is why I was there. Believe it or don't believe it, or you just don't talk about it. Like Weinstein, 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 Eric. Mm-hmm. He had a meeting with Epstein. He talks about it all the time. He, and he talks about it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Full, like full disclosure. Yeah. It'd be dodgy if it it's came dodgy up. It's dodgy when you don't about talk about things that are a big part of your life. We have an agreement. But I understand, too, why people would want to distance themselves from Jeffrey But Epstein, like Matt you know? said, if you have a legitimate story, then that's it. And it, it's put to rest. Maybe she has commented on somewhere, and then it's a whole different story. Also, when I think pedophiles, I never think female. Ever. Mo Lester's fields. That's yeah. really sexist. Sure, whatever. But we had uh, we had uh, Anthony Bourdain's uh, ex side piece. She was a pedophile, or was accused of whatever. I, I he just mentions Michelle Wolf, and I, I I think she has answers, and I don't think she has to answer them. But like Simon, your son's seventeen. Yeah. If you found out a 25-year-old girl jerked him off, are you then like, that chick's a pedophile? Well, no, I mean, I'm not going to answer that, but okay. that, <laughs> that is, that's what I was just thinking when Kamar was saying that, right? Like, um, was she accused of, like, you know, fondling little children, or was she accused of, like, having sex with, like, a 17-year-old fucking I, bombshell I she's or something, banging a 16-year-old. You know? 17-year-old bombshell guy? Yeah, so I, what I, guess, I guess the... Oh, it was a guy? I thought it was a girl. His she could have been okay, a lesbian. Sure, yeah, fine. Matt. Like you're fine. making all these assumptions. Yeah, I am. It's I'm crazy. making all these assumptions, crazy. Simon. Pedophilia assumptions <laughs> with I think, Matt. I, I think the um, the double standard rears its ugly head always when it comes into this. I bet it the numbers. Be a, I bet the be numbers. Six year old boy. I bet the numbers back me up. Yeah, though. No, no, no. Either no. way, you're breaking the law. So just wait until the girls of age. Like there are plenty of women out there for. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I've been hearing a lot, or I was listening to the hearing a lot. I, I was listening to this thing about, um, like, how back in the day, it was, it's weird when you look at the camera like that. <laughs> I was trying to look at the camera and you at the same back, time. Back in the day when um, all these singers, like, it was just accepted that they had these, like, ridiculously young girlfriends. Like, not 17-year-olds, but, like, 15-year-olds. Well, at least they were related. You know? um, the singer from Aerosmith there dated a really young girl. Like, the guy from Led Zeppelin or Pink Floyd. I don't remember I believe there's one. something about grass on a field, but I don't know. Um, no, but back then, like, the parents were just like, yeah, rock star, take my child. You know what I mean? It wasn't... There weren't people up in arms about it. It was just... Well, I, I still think there's people who do that. Uh, enter R. Kelly. And, and then these girls grow up to be like really hot women. You know what I mean? And then... And famous because they're married to 
whoever, um, Bruce Springsteen or whatever. I don't know if Bruce did that, but I'm just saying. Hey, little girl, is your daddy home? And then you totally forget that they've been with this rock star for 20 plus years or 30 years or 30. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's weird. Well, that's all Shannon right. Shannon Tweed, wasn't she aside, like 18 when she met? What's wrong with that, man? Well, nothing. That's legal. I was talking to a 21-year-old girl last night, and I was like. <laughs> what were you talking about? How fun I was. <laughs> no, actually, it was cool. These two girls were from Iraq. We're in Iraq for the, the, the second uh, Gulf War. That's what you need. Tourists from other countries. It's perfect. Yeah, I, she, she might have been too young for me. She was cute, though. Um, 21 may have been too young for you? For a long-lasting relationship, but maybe to uh, teach her to make better the, decisions. The tourists, that's who you're looking for, the long-lasting relationship. No, no, they, they'd, they'd immigrated here. They're, oh, I they're see. They're going to university. I, I should stop calling them tourists, then, I guess. Yeah, they're, they're landed. Uh, COVID killed 1% of the population. I didn't kill that many, but the wrong 1%. But I'm ching. Right? Hey. The wrong 1%. Well, you know, everyone's. He was hoping it would kill the top 1%. If it killed all the billionaires and all this money. Yeah, I mean, we knew that was never going to be the case. I just thought it was. People have, like, their own fucking doctors and shit. Cutesy thing. Uh, It was a joke. Did you guys like Brian Simpson? You know what's funny is I listen to this one like right away and I I I seriously only remember them talking about the French fries. I remember nothing. Uh, yeah, I remember the. Did the you like talk. Brian Simpson, Kamar? I did, but I got that he was a curmudgeon. When he's like, "Don't throw me any parties, don't throw me no surprise party." I, like, I see people, and then when I don't see people, I don't see people anymore. It's it seems that it's a, often with comedians. Like they put themselves out there, but they don't want to like talk with people or go to surprise parties or have things thrown for them. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Do you want to have surprise parties thrown for you? That's a yes. If if I'm having a good day. Well, yeah, that's the worst part. I guess, but I think things are looking up for Brian, so. But even then, if you're having a bad day and you come home to all your friends, like, at a restaurant or in, in your living room. Yeah, but not? if I, the first thing I would think is, like, it's some sort of intervention. But that's what you would think? For, yeah. for a celebration. Don't worry, Kamar, I've learned my lesson. I won't intervene. Um, it's your body. Do what you fucking I want with it. I think it was... Uh, You've already performed an intervention? No, but I tried to talk sense to him once or twice. It was Tim... Totally po- shut down. So. Tim Pool or... Like no, Friedman. just not for him, just in general. Oh, no, like I've never, no, never performed, never performed an intervention, no. Me neither. No, I knew a ton of people that probably would have benefited from them. MIT reports that society should fall apart in 2040. Like that's where we're on the road to. And they talked about that, like uh, Joe's scenario. He described solar flares shine down electricity repeatedly. You know, six weeks from now. What did they say? Twenty forty. Twenty forty. And we're they in twenty twenty one. You have nineteen years. You know what, man? I wouldn't be surprised. Well, you guys picked four years. The way three years ago. The way AI the has AI. already taken over. Like we're. We're probably more than halfway through their plan of extinction. Imagine if the solar flare knocked out everything and it actually just made us better. Well, the, well this, this is the weird thing. Like, how do you get your food? The way they got their food every day before there was electricity. I mean, there obviously there'd be an adjustment period and some looting. There wouldn't be an adjustment period. Come on, if the, if the electricity's out indefinitely, no one has real money. Yes, Money becomes obsolete. Quickly, skills yeah. and um, 
land becomes... I would say gas is probably the most scarce and important thing at that point. And Teslas are now paperweights. Bullets. Yeah. Bullets become pretty important. Yeah, guns and bullets Americans are, are just going to come here and take well, us Guns over. are totally useless without the bullets. Yeah. But bullets are also equally useless without the guns. But we have none. so You we, could use a bullet in the slingshot. Yeah, you could. You're not going to get much done with it. I think the Americans would just run Ruksha on us and take us over in a, a couple weeks. You could use a gun as a club. I'm going to do the arguing for you, Matt, if you're not even going to fucking stand up for yourself. I thought of the gun as a club for sure, the back of the gun. But that's only one person. I don't need to stand up for myself. Well, I don't want to argue against myself. So. <laughs> if society falls apart, we're going to get taken over by Americans who just take us for everything. But why would society not fall apart there, too? Do you think you think that society's falling apart there? And they're like, let's go take Canada. Well, yes. the, he's assuming that Resources. people are going to come for uh, space. I think that'll take a while. And knowing we have no guns. We have guns. Not compared to them. No, not There's individuals that have worked. Oh, my God. I was talking to the, the girls last night. You know what they, in the army, the they girls. call the Air Force? Who are the girls? The, the, these Iraqis. No, oh. no. These were different girls. These girls were too hot for me to talk to. But the magic of being a comedian. They call the Air Force the chair force. Because, because they so sit many around people and do nothing. get in wheelchairs? No, they just sit around and do nothing. Like, how many... What do you think of the Air Force? What do you think of the Canadian Air Force? We just... We don't have these forces. You know what Snowbirds. I mean? Snowbirds. Do you guys buy into the idea that Canada has this will be juicy public health care? I buy into that we have that, yeah. Which goes to shit with because electricity. Because we don't have to spend that money on the military. And in the States, because they spend so much money on their military, then they can't afford to have... But we know that's not true. That sounds they like could, a deep Carlin-esque thing. You know that, but that we know that they could spend a fraction of what they spend on the military... And cut that out and give everyone. Yeah, because healthcare is provincial. No, healthcare is guaranteed across Canada. But army is federal. It doesn't matter. The point that I'm Provinces saying. Provinces don't have armies. That has nothing to do That's neither here nor what? there. The point, whether it's. Per- the defense funding is federal. It doesn't matter. Healthcare funding is provincial. It doesn't matter where the funding is from. It's all, <clears throat> it's all from tax money. The point is, is they could cut their military spending every year by like, I don't know. 20% and that would probably pay for healthcare for and have free country. healthcare for all. Yes. But they don't want to do that. So you're right. I said that a couple episodes ago. I was like, we all have it so comfortably because they spend a copious amount. Well, now that they're out of Afghanistan, they got some money to burn. Do you, do you think that if the Americans didn't show so much force, we would constantly be invaded in North America? By outside forces? No. I think just the distance. It'd take a lot to get over here. Yeah, it'd be tough, but who knows? And then after World War II, do you think that you have to build that military presence? Because if you don't, like you're now the top of the hill, and obviously everybody's going to come and try and push you off the top of the hill. The problem is this. is It's not even a competition anymore. Because, so they're number one in spending. If you combine... Two to ten, it's still not as much as they spend. Mm-hmm. But so, I wonder if you would ever really know what other nations spend. Like the US tells you what they spend because they have to flex, right? Like everybody has to know how much the big guy spends. Sure. Well, I mean, I assume, else, I assume Russia, China spends a shit. Russia, if I was Russia and China, who aren't the big guy, 
aren't claiming to be the big guy. I would just say, oh, yeah, we spend like, you know, 50 grand on our military. Nothing much. Yeah, you no know? one's going to. No, no, no. But do you know what I <laughs> yeah, mean? Like fine. We, we spend uh, five, sure, that's possible, 500 yeah. million. Hey, Simon. And I'm really spending tons. Hey, Simon. Oh, you don't have to give this to me. I got this. this. I got it. No, I'm going to give you this one. You only give things to people when they need them. I gave it to you. I don't need it. Well, anyways. It's been given. You guys are on one. But that would be true. That would be, uh, they wouldn't tell you the truth. So I assume Okay, either way, China, do you think, you think that Russia spends as much as the U.S. a year? I think that Russia probably spends a heck of a lot. I bet it's a heck of a lot, but I bet it's nowhere near what the U.S. spends. No one spends anything, anything near what the U.S. spends. Because you're no. assuming that the U.S. is the richest country in the world? No, I'm assuming that they spend the most on their military. But we just agreed that other countries don't tell you what they spend. Do you? No, I said that's that a possibility. You don't think, oh, no, we agreed. You gave it to me. But so Russia. <laughs> oh, so I did give it to you. You don't think that Russia spends like. Trillions of dollars? Because, because they don't have trillions of dollars? Like, what's your... What's well, your yeah, that would be there? the first thing, yeah. They don't okay. have trillions they don't of dollars have to spend. They trillions yeah. of dollars. As a country, I would yeah, assume they very, don't. They're very poor. I didn't say they're no, very I'm poor. No, I'm just trying to figure out where you're at here, you know? China, I assume, probably lies about what they China spend. China, also very poor. These communist countries, very poor. No, China is very rich. Very rich. They probably spend a shitload on their army. Probably a shitload. But in still. any event, gentlemen, it'll be interesting to see what happens when society falls what's apart. Up with this guy? No. You're what's upping with me? What's up this fucking guy? Yeah, what's up with this guy? We're I'm in sorry. a conversation. Um, yeah, what's up with you? I uh, we just got way off. Okay, fine. The, the topic. Yes, I think by twenty. Spending. Yes, lately I feel like it'll crumble way before twenty forty. The way, end is nigh. Way off all those. Yeah, sorry. Okay. So as they were talking about uh, society falling apart. Joe mentioned that the pyramids are 2,500 BC. Yes. That, but we know that's totally wrong. Like, has he... Well, according to Randall, Randall Carlson's data, they have to be at least 10,000 10, years old. If you're going there, then they could be really old, you know? If they just kept building on top and building on top, and we can see that in the architecture... What's the 2,500 BC number then? That's the going, that's what the pyramid, the great pyramid actual stones right now are said to be. And Graham Hancock agrees with this? No. He, they think that that what's built on top of there was rebuilt in 3000 BC uh, or 3000 okay, okay. AD or whatever that number was. Because he's, he's still on the clock, you remember, and he's putting out videos that are just the same old stuff. Like he has nothing new. No one cares about him. By the way, Simon. No one cares about Graham Hancock? No. I Randall want, Carlson whoa. is doing the circuit right now. Well, Randall Carlson is like podcasts. a scientist or geologist or whatever. Well, he's gone really, and he I, is Trump, I like He is it. Trump supporter to the fullest. Not a bad oh, guy. I, I don't know about that, but he's gone very woohoo. Like his research has taken him to a whole new place. But Graham Hancock is just a dreamer. Like he's got no substance. Like I said, he's on the clock. and he's He is not a scientist. He is a guy who just went and did his own research. Yeah. And that's, that's sometimes not enough. Um, I thought it was interesting. Brian said... Hold on. Wait. Just hold on one second. I don't, I don't like up. the way you Buckle did up. that. <laughs> Graham Hancock forever okay, said 
civilization is older than we think it is. Yes. Okay. It, it is older than we think it is. Then they found Gobekli Tepe. He's already been proven right. But he's, he's just, that, that's it. Well, like every time an older place than Gobekli Tepe gets found, he will be proved more right. But the problem is he's not finding more places because he's not getting money because no one cares. Well, there are other people doing the work, and he'll still be proven right by their work, is what I'm telling you, Kamar. And I'm saying, when I heard him the first time, much like you, and you're still there, so inspired, so interested, it seems like this would be one of the most pressing things to, to figure he out. He wrote a book not too long ago all about the new things they were finding in South America. They're finding them all the time because of these forest fires that are happening now or the uh, burning of the forest. Well, I feel like the Amazon, if there's enough stuff coming up, there'd be like once a year, a real good Graham Hancock update. And it's been a while. By the way, Simon, I saw those, I saw those giant stones in Peru that are pieced together like uh, puzzle pieces. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. eh? It's interesting. Yeah. And, you know how they, they think that was done by heating up the stones. So you don't think it was aliens? Well, maybe it was done with lasers heating up the stones. Okay, gotcha. Brian Simpson said when they go to Mars that they are going to become the enemy. Like, what if they terraform Mars and it's just a paradise, untouched, fish? I don't even understand how they do that, but just say... It's just so much nicer than here and less developed. And it's like this place you want to get to. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. The best would be if black people are like, listen, we figured out reparations. We're taking Mars, motherfucker. There's just like five of them up there holding it down. Do you think this happens? No. I mean, maybe. I heard somebody talking uh, the other day. It was really interesting. It was about like, um, it was a theory somebody had a long time ago about how people would start to merge with technology, which is happening. Singularity. Those people would become the other, a different race altogether. On the same planet. Another branch of existence. And at one point, humans would no longer be able to understand them. The same way we don't understand TikTok. Like it's already happening. So to your point, Kamar, yeah, I think that's very possible. As soon as people go to Mars, they're going to claim they're better than the people who live on Earth. And you think we'll always just be in the same gang? What do you mean? In our lifetime, we're not going to see any of this. So I recommend... they're going to Mars in like a couple of years. Yeah, that's fine, but we're not going to see them. You're talking about terraforming it? Who knows how well... Not terraforming. In Star Trek, it took like a day and a half. Okay. Once the thing goes. They're already going to think they're better because they space-traveled. Listen, I suggest that everybody read a classic book called The Sneetches by Dr. Zeus. I think it's a very good microcosm for where we're all headed. That's a wicked way to say snitches. Sneetches. Uh, but Mars Colonize, have you seen the show? Read the story, man. Have you seen, okay. the, sh- have you seen the show The Expanse? I have, yes. Oh, you've watched all five seasons? I have not watched all five seasons, but it's a very cool concepted show. It looks interesting, and I'm going to get into it. I started watching an episode today. So that's the idea. Mars people, Earth people, and then they have the belt, which is like the asteroid belt. Those are the miners. And that's where like the grunts live. You know, they're the lowest class of people. The Mars are like the elites. 
And then the Earth people are obviously just, you know. Stuck in the living hell. But I thought it'd be fun to do a movie that I know you guys have seen, Total Recall. It's the J-R-E-E movie game. The time has come again. From Matt and Simon to Rex, it brings together the budget in the box office. We all know they won't guess the year. And the Patreons are the real winners here at the J-R-E-E movie game. Come on, take it away, baby. Fuck yeah, thanks, Tyler. It's the movie game. Simon and Matt go head to head, find out what year a movie came out, how much it cost to make, and how much it made at the box office. This week we're doing Total Recall. Did they talk about Total Recall, Kamar? No, but it, it made me. Oh, did they? No, I don't think they did. Did they? But it made me think of because he's a miner going up. The film tells the story of a construction worker who suddenly finds himself embroiled in espionage on Mars. So they were talking about Mars, and I pulled. So this is the first time I think you've not. Use the movie that was talked about in the show. They may have talked about it, actually. What are you talking about? He tried La Bamba last week. It wasn't mentioned in any fucking podcast. Oh, but they were talking about the Big Bopper. It's, yeah, that, come on, that works reasons. for me. But Mars? Like, that doesn't... That we were just have we're talking just about, about Mars? Mars. Total Recall? Get out of here. If you're going to give him the first one, you're giving him this one. Or Please, get fucked all way. I guess I'm going to give it to you, Kamara. There you, you go. He's giving them out today. One. He's giving them out you today. You want the movie actually mentioned? Because I was going to do... Uh, yes, the... I do want the movie actually mentioned. I okay, think that's okay. the whole point of the movie game. I, I thought I was just having fun. <laughs> um, I take this shit seriously. I'm sorry. Have you seen the Ethan? Matt, Ma- you're a real problem today. You know look that? at the camera. Don't look at me anymore. Look in the camera. No, that's fucking weird. <laughs> I'm talking to you. I'm angry at you. Look that way. Directed by stare, Paul stare Verhoeven. Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Rachel Ticotten, Sharon Stone, Michael Ironside. He's badass. And Ronnie She Cox. was so hot in this. Okay, let me, before we even start this, let me ask you. And spoiler alert if you haven't seen this. This is original, by the way. There is a remake. Yeah, the, yeah, I've, yeah, I'm not talking about the remake. In the original, is he still stuck in the thing? You asked to be mindfuck. Like, is it almost like a simulation thing? Well, that's the that's the no, whole. He, he comes out. You think so? I think so. Simon. Um, I don't know. I'd have to rewatch it. I haven't seen it in a long time. That reminds me too. I mentioned it to him. I totally forgot to bring it up. Theory goes like this: in Reservoir Dogs, um, Mr. Pink, the guy that cuts the ear off. No, that's Mr. Mr. Pink, Mr. Is Pink is Buscemi, yeah. Mr. Blonde. That's it. Mr. Blonde, who cuts off the ear, is John Travolta's John Travolta's character in Pulp Fiction. It's his brother. They're brothers, like in that world. Uh, the Vegas. Is this, is this from Quentin's uh, mouth, or is this from fan fiction? It's, well, I believe... Is that this movie? That's this movie, yeah. <laughs> Triple titties! You know what's crazy too is when they made the remake, I said to myself, this isn't a true remake unless they have a three-titted woman in there. And sure enough, they threw in that three-titted lady. Yeah. The only three Which one's better? Which movie is better? Which version? Yeah. The original, obviously. Best obviously. three-titted lady in movie. Total recall. Mall rats. No, total recall. That, mm, that's a tough one. I can see the future. And this has a gr- crazy scene where 
uh, Arnold falls outside the atmosphere and his eyeballs ah, are burnt together. <laughs> and then the oxygen things break in and they terraform Mars. I can't think of a more relatable think, movie for the movie game. Right, this guy Kamar, is out of line. I think at the end, he's still in the thing that like his... I think that's it. Kamar. I, I, I don't know I'm, well enough to I'm argue. not saying it's not relatable. I thought the rules of the game were the movie gets mentioned... But, you think there's Joe rules Rogan. to this shit? You can't and handle the rules. And then we do the movie about it. Okay, we do a movie about it or we do the game about it? I have a year and I know I'm two years off, but I have a year. You're stupid. <laughs> Are you ready? Do you have a year? Oh, no, I haven't even written that. I don't care down. what people say. I oh, think I wanted smart. to ask. It's been um, 10 minutes since we played the jingle. We'll play it again, Matt. No. Um, Write a year down, please. Was this a Stephen King book as well? No, that's just The Running Man. Running Man, yes. This guy drew a three-titted alien <laughs> before he wrote down a year, just for the record. But how fast? Like, you know how long it take me to f- draw a three-titted dude, alien? Dude, I couldn't draw three it's tits the worst for you right three-titted now. three-titted alien so ever, what? man. Um, a year, a year, sorry. Uh, what movie are we doing? Get the fuck out of here. Total Recall. Thank you. Uh, okay, I got a year. No, I don't. Hold on. It was written by Ronald Shusett, Dan O'Bannon, John Polville, and Gary Oldman. I got it. It was written by Gary Oldman? That's what they're saying here. You got a year, Matt? Yeah. Okay, I got one too. You go first. 1992. I also have 1992. And I said I would be two years off. 1990. Gary Leon Goldman. Gary Goldman, not Oldman. Yeah, there's no way Oldman wrote this movie. No, there's not. 1990. TriStar Pictures. You love that, eh? When the Pegasus. That's a great beginning. Those were good. What's your favorite? I I think 20th Century Fox. The original one. No, listen. If you saw that Miramax logo come up, you were watching a fucking banger. Certified in the 90s. So that's it. What about The Lighthouse? You didn't like The Lighthouse? That was Miramax, wasn't it? That was DreamWorks, wasn't it? No, DreamWorks was the little was the kid cloud. in the, in the cloud. fishing. But I thought the lighthouse was so weird. How production Miramax. companies logo thing was like, oh yeah, New Line Cinema, bad robot, fucking J.J. Abrams. Simon, do you have a box office and a budget? No, no, you've done. You're just drawing another three titted lady. <laughs> was it this movie? <laughs> uh, okay, hold on. You're already done. Mm-hmm. Wow. All takes right. this game a little more seriously. You should talk, <laughs> talk amongst yourself for a second. Yeah, I would. I would We're just, just doing a podcast here, Simon. Well, now, that, now that we found out all our listeners are 15, that was crazy. Eh? Shout whoa, out whoa. to everyone on the Reddit. Give everyone credit. No, I mean, yeah, I, uh, I listen. I don't. I think he's older than my son, and I, my son is 17. Who's older than your son? What are you talking about? Whose listeners are 15? No, no, no I'm, I, I'm exaggerating. I said, said last week I was surprised that anyone younger. Listen, or there was a 23 year old. And out then there. there was a bunch of listeners this week that reached out and were like, I'm under. It was like a competition yeah, almost. Like it, literally it was everyone like, was wanting up. Oh, you're 20? Like well, go, fuck, go fuck yourself. I was, I was born May 4th of 19 fucking or 20, you know. So dude, it just one blows on mine. Like people born around long after some of the movies we've, we've been doing and stuff. And dude, I remember having my dick buried in pussy like the day that kid was born. 19 years ago. Yeah, and he was like 2002, May 4th. I was like, I was like, for sure. 
I was like, I remember who I was dating. I definitely had some pussy that day. Mm, that, okay. That kid did too, technically. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. I had uh, a budget of $40 million and a box office of 142.7. Don't okay. look at him. Don't do that. You've already written just, down your I number. Was, I have, and I'm not changing okay. anything. You I were just, just trying to gauge. I was looking for a reaction from him. Judging by his reaction. I'm way off. Your um, budget was high. So okay. that bodes well for me. I also think that your judging by his reaction, your box office is low, and that also bodes well for okay, me. Okay, so go. I Poker said face. it cost twenty seven point five million to make. Okay, and it grossed two hundred and twenty seven million, and I realize that's a huge number for this year. You think in nineteen ninety to recreate Mars, they could do it for twenty million dollars? Budget for Total Recall was $60 million. Mm. Box office, however, $261.3 million. Mm. Wow. 261. So you were closer on the budget. Who gives a fuck? Way off on all. But it made some money. No shit. And you got to think, there were, Arnold was, there is, I guess it's The Rock now. Yeah. Is Arnold the time? Yeah. But I don't think he's done anything spacey. Him and Stallone were like jockeying for. I would say Arnie blew him movies. out of the water. I don't know. Rambo, come on, man. Dude, True they, Lies is a fucking. That was one of the biggest box office movies of Commando, the 90s. Commando, Predator. You're uh, right. Uh, Schwarzenegger Creed, had a lot of them. Creed, all those other things. Terminator. No, but T2. what did Stallone have besides Rambo and Rocky? Besides those two franchises. Cliffhanger? Like. He really did some tunnel. <laughs> what a good pull. That is such a terrible movie. Is it called Tunnel or Daylight? Daylight. It's <laughs> Tunnel. It's Daylight, but it's about a tunnel. But the thing is, yeah, I think at the end of the day, box office tickets, Schwarzenegger's um, a bit ahead of Check Stallone. it. Schwarzenegger's no, Schwarzenegger got to be miles is a bigger, ahead. bigger star. Miles ahead. But um, what they're worth, I bet Rocky is worth more. But, but what I'm saying is they're friends. Like they did the, the Expendables or whatever. They did the Escape from Prison. I have to find this out. What do you guys think uh, Schwarzenegger is worth and what do you think Rambo is worth? Oh, what they're uh, what worth? What is he, a real person and a movie character? <laughs> yeah. And we're saying how many tickets have they sold? And no, how much are they worth? Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is worth $500 million and Sylvester Stallone's worth uh, $600 million. And all of Stallone's girls are on TikTok and Instagram, yeah, and they all are hot. all hot. Yeah. I'm going to say Stallone is worth uh, $268 million, And I'm going to say Arnie is worth... Governor of California. I'm going to say Arnie is worth uh, $868 million. I said I said Arnold's worth four hundred and Stallone's worth eight hundred. Okay, um, Schwarzenegger. Yeah, four hundred and fifty million. Okay, Rambo four hundred million. Wow, so they're neck and neck. I actually typed Rambo net worth into the. Uh, and you knew what you're talking about. Old Duck Duck Go, and it got me where I needed to go. Uh, do you guys ever think about sacrificing your health uh, for discomfort when it comes to eating junk food? Because Brian Simpson was talking about he's got to like weigh it when he eats a slice of pizza. Like he's got to be the best pizza ever. I don't really think about it that much. I had a really good cheeseburger the other day from a popular place in the city and a chocolate milkshake. Yeah. And at the time, it was like amazing. And about two hours later, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> what popular place? 
I don't know if I should say it. Okay, don't. Why? Just mouth the words to really me. Good. <laughs> it's King Eddie. Just fucking say it. Who King gives Eddie. a shit? Public guy. Got, uh, yeah, whatever. Whatever. Have you ever had a King Eddie? Burger. There is no better burger in Ottawa than Burger Priest. I'm Burger's with that Priest. Burger Priest, man. And for what? the price. Yeah. Like, you are so swayed. Five no. guys. No. What I am, Kamar, is a guy who's not married to anything. Just because Except your wife. Just because Burger Priest is liberal and fucking five guys is conservative. I don't care. I did not I know that. I eat where the burger is good. Like, no, I'm just giving you an example. They aren't, Matt. Take it easy. If I didn't anything, say anything, Burger Priest would be conservative and five guys would be liberal. But you liked five guys and then you switch over to Burger Priest. They're Catholics. Okay. I get it. Burger priest. priest, five guys in a tub, gays. I understand. Oh, I didn't even go I've heard there, other people but... praise Burger Priest as well. Yeah, no. So. I, I'll, all I'm saying, Kamar, is um, I changed my mind. Burger, burger Priest, beautiful burger. Five guys, greasy. Five guys is still an incredible burger. Second best in the city. Yeah. Uh, but you haven't had a King Eddie? I don't think I have. I have. And I, I didn't. I never had the burger at Mellows though, and I heard that was the best burger. But that there. wasn't Mellows. That was a pop. That was a different kitchen. It was amazing though. Yeah, yeah. that was really good without bacon or anything. Um, you guys fuck with sushi? No, I do like sushi. I really like sushi. You like sushi at all? I don't eat anything that swims. Lobster? Nope. Crab? No. Nope. You don't eat Shrimp? anything that swims? No, sir. Just that you've drawn the line. Have you had a violent allergic reaction in or the sand. No. no pun intended. The texture and the taste is. Yeah, I don't need anything that swims. It is Sorry. just working with you guys is really hard. You love seafood, though. I love seafood. You drew a line. First of all, you're not the, supposed to eat shellfish in there. the sand. Yeah, the sand and the ocean, and yes. you don't eat anything in the ocean. Correct. The levels this guy's on. You never had an oyster. I've had an oyster. And you love it all. No, I don't love it all, but I've just, I'm trying to figure out this whole, I don't eat anything that swims. So a lot of people don't eat fish. Just fuck bear, out of here. Plus I've seen sea spiracy. You shouldn't eat fish either. You piece of shit. Well, you you should, dolphin you killing piece eat, of shit. You shouldn't eat cows. Like, have you ever watched fucking meat is murder or whatever? Yeah, I only get my, I get my steak sourced locally. I don't believe that for a second. Oh, well, but you tried sushi. Yes. I lived in Vancouver. I tried sushi. You like wasabi? I love I love sushi. It's just it's just generally very expensive. Um, it was interesting how um, Brian said I have not found a bad restaurant in Austin, and Joe was saying you can't afford to be a bad restaurant in Austin, and that's the idea of the free market. Yeah, but this, uh, for some reason that it, it sort of works in um, Austin. There's bad restaurants that function in Ottawa. Thing. Yeah, half can, of them. Can I ask you a question, Matt? And then we're going to get back to this bad restaurant thing. So oh, there was a restaurant. Here do, we go. Then we're going to get back to this whole restaurant thing. <laughs> um, do you think fish are more important than like mammals? No, I just don't eat fucking you fish. You don't like the taste yes. of any fish. You've no. tried every fish. No, I don't have to know. try all of them, Simon. I just, I'm like, I've tried enough to be like, I fucking hate this. I'm a texture guy too. And like you don't like, um, so you don't like. Just don't do this. I don't eat fucking fish, nor do I want to. Okay, forget fish for a second. Okay. I'm trying to figure out, is it everything in the ocean or is it just fish? Yeah, do no you... crab, no lobster, no shrimp, so no it, prawns. It if it lives in the water. That's it. That's... Sea otters probably wouldn't eat that either. 
Like if we were at like an Aussie Outback Steakhouse, and they're like, "We've got some fucking sea otter." I don't think they eat sea otter. Yeah, I've either. never heard that. Okay, I've fine. Never seen well, sea otter saying, on the menu. Anyway. Just in penguin. case, that'd be weird to eat penguin. I wouldn't eat penguin either. Come Would to you think eat of penguin? it, I don't think there are any like mammal, sea mammals that people eat ex- unless you're an Inuit. Well, it's interesting because I have a lot of more animal stuff. For the last one we do. Mm. So we don't okay. have to get too off topic here. You can get right back into this. Um, so sorry, shitty restaurants, Kamar. Yeah, there are th- tons that, of them. But that idea of like... I'm just well, sick Kamar, of Joe sh- telling us how great Austin is. We but fucking I, get it. I'm Except sure for Tim Dillon. I'm reviews. sure you also saw Portnoy in New Haven, Connecticut this week. He hands out, that's the best pizza in America, he says. Yeah, he's like, this strip, this, this, like, this strip of retail right here is hands down. the No, he said in the world, not in America. He said, this is the best pizza in the world on this. I want to go there so bad. Have you guys have uh, Dirienzo snack bar? No. On Booth? No. It's amazing. Really? Like just for a cheese pizza? Hmm. It's amazing. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Really good. Pickup only, no delivery. Hmm. Let's uh, on I'll Booth. Put there. All right, I'll check it out. He's got a great gig with that thing. And I was thinking pizza review would be a little audacious to go into, but you could do any review you want to. But there's all of them out there now. Like, it doesn't, that it, kid, it, it, that doesn't that doesn't matter. There's a kid on YouTube who wears a suit and does like uh, he reviews all the like new burgers that anywhere gets. So like, if Burger King gets a new burger, this kid has like millions of subscribers. And that's that's mainstream burgers. If if that was your thing though, it's just about doing it and doing it. It doesn't matter that it's already been done. I don't believe that at all. Don't you think people like those things because, like, if you're ever in New York, then you can go get that pizza? Like, yeah. Who the fuck gives a fuck about Ottawa taco places? You know what I mean? It's, the point it's, is you start it, here, you build it up, you, and then you... It's the experience. It's, 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 it's everything. It, saying something like that is already being done is not a bad excuse to not do it. But you have to do it. And I could not eat a pizza every single day. But he doesn't eat a full pizza. That's the key. Even the, yeah, well, he's I making could, money off it. I could do anything if I was making money off it. Sushi would probably be the best one. Go around and check all the rolls. A burger, whatever. burger would be the best. Like yeah. if you had unlimited, if you had his kind of money. Well, here it is to do the burger the trip. If um, you get any nor, nor, notoriety, they might give you the free burger. Imagine your job was to just drive around to different places and eat burgers. Well, you create that job by starting it, and then eventually they hear you, and they... Yeah, yeah. He's coming. Give him a free burger. Anyways. It's true. I heard a guy talking. um, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and he was saying, the best advice I could give somebody is find a job that you love doing, because you have no idea what's going to be popular 20 years from now. No matter what it is, you don't like it. So if you see value in it, or if you're good at it, Rather, somebody will see value in it. And you'll enjoy doing it because you do it. I believe that. Uh, We have broken this in the post show, I believe, but uh, they talked about the Haitian president. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting that that person wrote in on the um, subreddit how they freed themselves and then had to pay like $30 billion back to France. Yeah, Shouldn't France be canceled? A long time ago, those cowards. No, I, I think Haiti is still paying it off. But that's what's funny. I saw on Fox News that two-thirds of Americans think that they sh- there should be reparations from China. <laughs> and I'm like, it's kind of... For the vaccine? We, I, we, I sat here and said that a year ago or a year and a half ago. Yeah, but if you're going to give reparations, then don't, don't, doesn't America have to pay black people? Yeah, and we, I think we have paid First Nations, but we probably have owed them some more money. Uh, those, uh, the other probably. Thing about the uh, First Nations is I'm sure France and England 
were part of the fuckery at the beginning. Oh, of like, course those they deals were. Made you, before nuts? we that's, were a country. That's who we were. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was the French and the English <laughs> everyone that became everyone. us. Everyone but those everyone. schools weren't from Yeah, that, that was time. us. That's much more recent. Uh, I don't know. The, the, the queen was in charge of some of those schools. Or are there English? Uh, they, 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 it wasn't uh, Italy. like Wolf I guess and Italy Malcolm, owes us reparations because you know I mean? Italy was in charge of those schools. I don't know. It's bad, though. From what I understand, though, they know about all this. Who's they? Like the government and officials. It's sort of like they're they're just re they're they're publicizing what they already knew. For some reason, mm-hmm. to make it. Are worse. we talking about the president getting assassinated? What are we talking? No, about no, here? we're going to get that in just a second. But I'm just saying, when they go, we found 700 cam bodies in Kamloops. They're like, oh, did you? They're like, they knew. We're like, okay, we got to deal with it. I say give him fresh water. But yes, back to the hatred president. Have you guys you th- sorry, 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 sorry. You think like Justin Trudeau knew there were fucking mass graves out there? Yeah. He's saying the Canadian his dad, his dad knew for sure. I think I think that's what I've heard. This isn't a surprise to people. It's a horrible thing and we have to deal with it, but it isn't like, oh no. Like I, I, I'm well with the government was totally involved in this. I'm just like you think like recent people are aware that this was out there and it was just a ticking time bomb think, yes, waiting uh, yeah, to be found. I don't think this is a surprise. Well, you're a conspiracy guy. You no, 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 jump no, right I, on board I, with this. I'm not against it. I, I'm just trying to get a lay of the land here. Did you see the one they found in, uh, it's on Vancouver Island, on an island, off the island. It's literally like, what's that? What the, what's like, Shutter Island? Yeah. They literally, it's a big school, but that's remote. You're talking about um, that camp school there eh? it's not a camp it's a full building yeah yeah no i I, I know no but matt what i was saying was um fuck sorry go on it doesn't matter yeah it's it's an ugly mar on us but yeah the the assassination the hatred president it's like we have no um suspects yeah it's seven colombian guys and that's it They, they were just they were just hanging around like it sounds like the awful. CIA to me for sure. <laughs> Did you see what happened in South Africa? Well, it's still happening in South Africa. Oh, it's fucking insane. But I don't know what's happening in South Africa because to find out in the news what's actually happening in South Africa, Cuba, and Haiti. Well, I saw. I'm pretty sure in South Africa the president got killed as Are well. Are those things related? Uh, South Africa is pretty far away. It's so. actually tied to what we're talking about. Society's coming undone. Or yeah, okay, sure. It definitely feels more like that. What I was saying, Matt, what I was driving at before is like, if I'm, if I'm the prime minister and my cabinet comes to me and is like, listen, there's this chance that they're going to find these bones is going to come out on your watch. Maybe I'm like, well, let's fucking dig up those bones in the middle of the night and get rid of all the evidence, you know? Well, unless you're trying to cover something else up, in which case you're like, why don't we dig up some bones to rile the yeah people i mean up. you could do that but if you got found out doing that you're done it's better to like have it come out and go yeah i guess with dealing right. with it well don't you think though that if they yeah okay sure well back to the haiti you guys seen another 48 hours yeah like you got to figure it out before. <laughs> he, he, it, can you believe it's 2021 a leader of a country got killed and it was like i don't you can't figure this out or are they know they're not telling it's the people. fucking cia obviously and Definitely There's nothing to way, figure <laughs> out. There's nothing to figure out. Listen, if I'm saying it, like 
I started by saying it. I was the first one. It sounds it's the Fermi to, paradox. Well, I mean, this seems a lot like no. It's the what is it? The Occam's Fermi razor paradox. That's about that's aliens. about aliens. <laughs> I don't care. They're all, it all well, did aliens fucking assassinate the president of Cuba? No, this is isn't this uh, Eric Haiti, B and Rakim's razor? Yeah, it's Eric B and Rakim's razor. razor. Yeah. Seems like the most likely thing. But why? Like, what is? Well, but we never know. It'll be ten years from now till we'll know. There'll be a documentary about it. There'll be a sweet podcast about it. Why they killed the president? Yeah. Why the CIA? What did the CIA have to gain? But again, they'll. It's, it's whoever's going to be something in... to do with wealth. I can tell you that much. <laughs> or, or drugs. Or these three but things the are thing. just again wealth. Yeah, yeah. Like, I said the same, same thing. Take it, it down I'll, a peg. I'll give you that one, Matt. <laughs> I was up a peg. Yeah. No. Yourself. I. I <laughs> uh, that's got to be it. Obviously, it always has to boil down to money. No, but I mean that one is just so unbelievably obvious. It's uh, yeah, I, I guess more wise like w- troubleshoot like why like what it how does it make the world a better place? Uh, but that's we the, never know what they're like. Matt said we'll see if a song comes out of Haiti. Yeah, <laughs> that exactly. resonates around the world. Um, <laughs> North Hollywood shootout that was amazing, eh? You I, old wa- enough I to watched remember that? Heat the other day. But did you? We oh yeah, I, I watched it. Yeah, because that was back in the time. It was like when OJ was at the thing. Like something happened. CNN was actually news and took you there, and they had someone in the helicopter who wasn't a CIA operative, just doing the play by play. What's crazy is that it was one hundred percent just three or four meth heads who watched Heat, and were like, "We fucking got this." Did we figure that out? That yes, Heat was before it. Heat was before. That's interesting. It was uh, like seven. CIA agents and one guy who thought he was playing out the story from Heat. It was two guys. I know. I'm just being facetious. I thought that, it was more. I thought they killed. I thought it was two guys that ended up in the street, but they killed one or I two. I guess in the main video that I'm telling everyone under 23 to watch because it's crazy. It is crazy just it's how insane. like how brazen they are and like no no, we're not trying to get away. We're gonna fire shoot our way out of this. What's crazy is when they kill the first or the second guy. That's like a, in front of someone's house. So, like, you got to think, like, imagine it's just midday and you're at home and all you hear is automatic, like, it sounds like Fallujah and you're fucking... It seems like it's cooled. It's not as crazy as it was back in the day in uh, Los Angeles, California. Oh, my God. L.A. in the early 90s was... But maybe it's just as crazy. I don't know. But New York, too. Like, New York was as well in the early 90s. New York was crazy in the 80s. Right now, there's just gangs of homeless people. Some of them dressed up like baseball players. Some of them in leather vests. Like it's a whole thing. Can you dig it, Matt? Can you dig it? Finally, That's last the Warriors, thing I got you. We talked about, I'm or so Joe and Brian talked about, was robots and androids. And Brian thinks as soon as uh, Android can tell a girl how how you feel and vibrate, it, relationships are over. And Joe thinks the human. Relationship will always be needed. That understanding, the trust you build. So you, so, do you, and you believe you agree? You said, I, I'm, I'm leaning towards a human. Touch. So does the vibrator shoot out a hologram, or is it just? It's just like, like no, no, you it, look great today, Suzanne. It might be an android that penis can get whatever size you need today. Can swell, can vibrate. If can, if you were by yourself. In like a ex machina type of situation, mm-hmm. you could one hundred percent fall in love with that android. You mean you would have to? 
No, no, no. I mean, you could fool yourself into falling in love with that android because humans, and especially ourselves, we fool ourselves into things all there the time. There was an especially. Especially. I think I'd rather jerk off than have sex with a robot. You but say, you're saying a robot. Like, imagine, you say that now. Or android. Let me ask do, you this. If, you, if they created the perfect fleshlight, you wouldn't, you wouldn't use it? I've created the perfect fleshlight. I took my fleshlight and... Modified it. You would one thousand percent fuck a robot. But that's I just would, it. but I would rather jerk off. That's Hold on, this is the guy that pulled over on a drive back from Toronto. Pull to over! Jerk. I did it while driving. Oh my there god! Is, there we go. There is no some respect on my name. You okay? I I can't even argue this with you. I just it, no. I'm I'm just old school. Like I, if there's a sex robot, yes. Before I die, I have sex. With you one. are a degenerate pervert. But <laughs> I will, you will be like, fuck that robot all the time. If it was like fucking a real thing, no. Here's the problem, though. No. Is it like that Boston Dynamics robot? Like, do I have to have it in a closet somewhere where someone could find it? Or is it like a pack of Mentos that transforms into a fuck robot? Because that's a huge... I that's think, a big one. I think they're going to be like the scooters. It's they're just on the... <laughs> just on the corner. It gives you a cleanliness it, report. Drop it off. Every house is going to have an Android. Yeah. And you'll be able to decide what kind of Android you want to buy. One of the perks of your Android that does all your cleaning and all that shit will be that you can have sex with it. It looks totally like a human being. But this is the thing. Can it I lock its vagina all... so if Kamara's coming over, he can't fuck my robot like on the low? Yeah, you can, Matt. Whatever you need. Cool. But there'll be ways to hack. Why do you want to hack Matt's doll? Like, get your own. Well, if someone's full of my you from doing something, that's a motivation. No, I, I don't want to fuck my robot. I want to fuck your robot. I don't want to fuck my robot. I want to fuck your robot. That's Kamar's that's thing. Man, that's he only wants to have sex with other people's well, I, sex. Yeah. I remember I used to go to the, the strip bar with friends, yeah. and we'd both go in the room with two girls, mm-hmm. and you'd always be like wanting the other girl. And then you switch and still think she was hot. Like, he was the. We, uh, you always want what the other person has. I swear to God, like multiple times. <laughs> the grass is always greener. It just It's just a weird thing. But that was back when I was a young man. Uh, and yeah, that's all I have for uh, Brian Simpson. I really enjoyed this episode. Have uh, you ever slept with a stripper? Come on. Have I slept with a stripper or a yeah, prostitute? A stripper, not a prostitute. That's a different thing completely. I slept with a stripper in Australia. There you go. Humble brag. Nice. Simon? No. No. Okay. Only because of my accent. That's you think that's the only reason? Yeah. I talk like TV. You weren't <laughs> a comedian back there to throw that kind of fucking. Uh... No, uh, if you have an accent, you're just fifty percent better looking and more interesting. Hmm. Especially this is this is just before the internet. The internet's just sort of happening. So yeah, now you're a dime a dozen. I know, but I could be playing hockey. I could be gotcha. doing a lot of things in Canada that yeah. no one's ever gonna know. <laughs> They must have thought that hockey players Kamar's were really out of shape. I was just going to say, it helps that Kamar, Kamar's like, yeah, it helps that I was in the NHL for four years. What do you want from me? Me and my best friend were so stupid. We thought we were going to bring basketball to Australia. <laughs> Did you see they beat the U.S. the other day? Well, no, of course, they've been playing basketball the years ago, But we were like, Australia, fair dinkum. Like, they don't even know what basketball is. We're going to be fucking legends. Oh, my God, you're hilarious. I okay. brought a basketball on the plane. <laughs> Inflated. You did in not. my bag all the way from from North America to Australia. I swear to God, you, you actually thought that they didn't have basketball. No, I just Australia. thought it was. It was you brought it, it inflated. <laughs> yes. Like, 
I could have fit another pair of shoes. They don't have fucking basketball pumps in Australia. Oh, of course. If they don't have basketballs, they don't have pumps. It's like oh. the outlet. It's got a different fucking... <laughs> It's got a different twist well, to it. It makes sense. The toilet flushes. We the got wrong here. Way. We found out they had hockey. <laughs> like we met a guy who was playing hockey in Australia. I was like, oh, they're they're, they're up to speed. <laughs> All right, Anyways. let's rate uh, Brian Simpson here. Dude, that's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. That he went on the plane with the basketball. Like, did you? No, 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 no. I put on carry on. Did you get off the plane? Walk down the steps of the plane just with it up in the air, like you were carrying the fucking world championship. Who wants belt? to suck this? Dude? <laughs> <laughs> And I passed my buddy, did a little between the legs crossover. No, he fucked it up though. It like he hits just, his knee. He walks up to the hottest girl he finds and just gives her the basketball. This with, is what they told me to do in the States. With the cheapest ratchet speaker playing the uh, Harlem Globetrotter song. You go to hand it to her and then you take it away. It rolls back up your arm. I had no idea who Brian Simpson was. I liked him. I liked the first time meeting him. Whatever. I give this a four. Really? Talked about neat stuff. I give it uh, a two. And I give it a three. Oh, wow. All over the map. It's not that I didn't like this guy. I just, this episode, like, if I didn't remember it, I didn't, in, clearly didn't enjoy They it. talked about some interesting stuff, some alien yeah, all, some all, all pyramids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought they touched all the bases and didn't get, they didn't get caught up in cancel culture, which I kept sort of sitting there waiting for it, you know what I mean? But I... I think it's it's almost a mirage because every time you watch the Legion of Skanks, they're going harder and harder and harder and they're uncancelable. Yeah, I'm telling you. It is a mirage. All right, well, uh, we're going to take a break and uh, we'll be right back. Guys, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp.com. What interferes with your happiness? Are you feeling depressed? You feel anger? Maybe it's anxiety, stress eating away at your life. Maybe it's a self-esteem issue. Uh, Do you feel like there's something preventing you from achieving your goals? I know for me, uh, I had a wicked drinking problem in my 20s, and uh, it would have been nice if there had been someone there to help. Luckily, I overcame it, and I can tell you right away, I feel much better. That's where BetterHelp comes in. Uh, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own professional licensed therapist. Uh, It's so convenient. You can connect in a safe and private online environment, Uh, You can usually start communicating with someone in under 24 hours. So that's good. You'll get that timely and thoughtful help that you need. Uh, This is not a self-help website. It is professional counseling. You can send a message to your counselor at any time. Uh, As well, you can schedule weekly and video phone sessions. Um, We know that during COVID, the last thing you want to do is be going into a doctor's office, sitting in a waiting room, putting on the mask. Um, no one wants that. That's where BetterHelp is perfect. It's all done online, super convenient. Uh, it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and they offer financial aid, and they're available worldwide, which is wonderful. Uh, there's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be available locally in many areas. You never know. You may live in a rural area. Um, they may not have a specific type of uh, counselor that you're looking for, so that's where BetterHelp also comes in handy. Uh, They offer licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, as you name it. That's a lot of checked boxes. Uh, Anything you share is, of course, confidential. Uh, The website is convenient, professional, affordable. They do have testimonials on their website if you want to go check it out. Uh, They have so many people using BetterHelp right now that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So also, if you're a counselor 
and uh, you're having tough times during COVID, maybe head over to BetterHelp and see if you can get yourself a job. You never know. Uh, if you want to start living a happier life today, as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E. Join over 1 million people taking charge in their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash J-R-E-E for your 10% discount off your first month. Guys, go check them out. Thank you so much. Thank you to BetterHelp. Kamar, can I get a name and a number, please? 1682. Jesse Signal. Kamar, do you see red over there? Yeah, man. C'est rouge. Fucking chill, bro. Um, what, okay, start with your beef, Kamar. I just was underwhelmed because I guess it, he came out of the gates did, trashing Alex Jones. I get what. You know what I mean? He was like, well, if 1% of you believe who he is, uh, that, that could be really bad. Mm-hmm. But we know, like, uh, Tucker Carlson, Rachel Maddow, any normal person should be able to dis- disseminate that this isn't actual news. And I think the same goes with Alex Jones. But he said, because of Sandy Hook, you have to sort of discredit everything he says after that. That was his position. And I'm saying then the same thing goes for everybody. Like CNN, Fox, all of them have been reporting exactly the wrong thing for how long, why all of a sudden do you, you think it's critical? Because Joe's like, but Alex is right about something. I, I, just, I just don't feel Alex Jones is, he's more entertaining than he is harmful. Sure. Do you think he's funnier than Joey Diaz? No. I think he is. Uh, I have a question though, Kamar. Um, like Rachel Maddow, I don't know a lot about these people. Uh, Tucker Car- Carlson, have they like taken a stance like he took on Sandy Hook? Uh, I think Rachel Maddow said that the Russians were infiltrating the power grid system to shut it down, and and um, but I America mean that's cold winter. hardly the same though, right? Like we're in agreement <laughs> there. Like I, I like Alex Jones, but that Sandy Hook agreement. thing is like fucking super fucked up. And he super has apologized. No, for I it. I understand, but you're comparing him to people who haven't. They don't have that same blemish on their record. You're Alex Jones is a person. CNN is an entity. Yeah. Right. Like you get that, right? Yeah. Okay. But they don't retract it. You know, we were really wrong about the whole Russian and uh, Trump collusion thing. They just go on it for two years like it's real fact. Okay, I, I mean, Alex I'm Jones, in agreement with Alex that. Alex Jones made a mistake or he had information or he was irresponsible. He has recanted. He has atoned for it. That gives him more credibility to me. I, I just, I guess I, because of Sandy Hook, I can understand the argument of this guy being like, this is a tough one. You know what I mean? Alex Jones is a tough one because of Sandy Hook. And because of all the hours of Alex Jones I've heard, I don't think it's a tough one. I, like, just a whole... He was also he was also down there January 6th with a, a bullhorn. And he's saying he got set up to look like he was causing that insurrection. Yeah, that's not We've quite the same it. to me either. You know what well, I mean? Well, again, though, like, just because he says he was set up, that doesn't make it so. It was the talk of if you put someone on your show, you're platforming them. And he was like, I, 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 I'm, 
like, and I'm like, fuck you. Like, it's just, it's, it's just not, it's not. It, it's weird though. Like if again, I, dis- I disagree with him. That's all. If you, if there was another, um, if there was another comedian that Joe wasn't close to, who was a Sandy hook denier, I just don't think there's a way in hell that person makes it on Joe's show. If they were still denying Sandy Hook, but Alex Jones since has apologized, said it was he was wrong. Yeah. yeah. What are we doing here? Yeah. You can't keep bringing that up after that, or you shouldn't. But more so, he was talking about uh, Trump being silenced, Milo being silenced, more of the the right being silenced. It hasn't made a lick of change. It hasn't moved the needle on society being a better place. Which well, I, that I, depends on whether you think Trump was good or bad for America. And him being silenced now, I think it's, it seems like everyone's cooler. Like everyone's more relaxed now that Trump's been silenced. But I, I think the media's still trying to talk about him. And they wish he would tweet or be allowed to tweet. All I'm just saying is all the silencing and deplatforming hasn't, I don't think it's changed anything. It doesn't, it doesn't work for the desired effect. No, I think it has the opposite effect. And it just makes those people go underground and gives them cult following. Or it stops them from making a living, which I guess is the point. And then his second uh, example was Alex Jones talking about the governor of Virginia, which I thought it it wasn't that much of a stretch. Um, Because the governor was saying that a board of fetus would be, be kept comfortable and then we decide whether to kill or not. It was a stretch from what Alex Jones yeah. was implying. It was a total stretch. It was I like think the he was two things weren't even the same at stem all. Stem cells could be harvested from the baby. I don't think you could harvest baby organs. You know what I mean? Okay, but your argument is, I think I'm supposed to get there based on what Alex Jones is saying because I know who Alex Jones is. I'm just saying, this guy was saying he's just way too out there and I just don't think he's that out there. He does what he does. Yeah, agreed. I all agree with you, Kamar. I'm going to agree with you. This guy, I don't think had any real clue as to who Alex Jones was. It was almost like a Barry Weiss situation. Like, do you really think that um, who's the Vice guy? Shane Smith, the other one, uh, Gavin, Gavin McInnes. McInnes. Do you think he's a, a a proud boy? Like, do you think he's a weird right? No, I know he isn't. Well, I know he says he isn't. I, I still watch him. He's he's back you? on YouTube. I'm asking you. Do I think he's right wing? Do you think he's like what they're painting him to be? No. A Nazi. So, I mean, that's what they do, right? He's an asshole. Yeah, I mean. I'll say that definitively. Maybe Alex Jones is an asshole too. Who knows? You know. Well, I'll be interesting if, because Joe's pretty adamant that Jesse was going to go drink with Alex. That's definitely never going to happen. Well, the way he said it, it made it seem like they were going drink, like they were going to get barbecue or to like a comedy show after, and that Alex was going to be there. That's honestly how I heard it. It sounded like he was like, "No, you're going to meet him," and I think he'll change his his tune. I thought it was more like you should meet him because you're talking so much shit and you don't get who this guy is at all, you know. Which I I guess is the point you're trying to make, right? I think so. Yeah. And I think I can agree with that. I, I think it sounded to me, this guy was sounding like Barry Weiss when she was shitting on Tulsi Gobbert. The It was just like, this is the party line. Like, right. This, this is what we think. And it's problematic is always a problem. The problem with the Alex Jones thing is you'll never really know what his true feelings are on Sandy Hook. Because if Alex Jones didn't want to get canceled, if he wanted to ever make any more 
you know what I mean? Like not be totally washed away in history. He has to apologize there. Like he can't, do you know what I mean? And I, I still think I still think he's getting sued for it. So I, I, maybe it's not even over yet. But um, no, but I just mean like we sit here and say, well, he he feels bad. He changed this tune. We don't. Well, no, know. Kamar That's, said he's atoned for it and he's no, apologized. No, no, no. The, so you the, can't bring it up again. This is what well, he said. What is the next step? Like, what's the statute of limitation on Well, I'm just saying, Kamari, is like, up. you, for example, you're like, we can't trust any mainstream media because they lie. Yeah. So he made up an egregious fucking thing, spread it around, and now you're like, because he's apologized for it, we can't ever hold that against him again. Well, the media makes up stuff, doesn't atone for it, and I can't hold it against them, so. But you do hold against them. Of course, because they don't apologize. But then why would you just say, but you just said, you just said, but if I can't hold it said, against them. We totally fucking blew this thing up about Trump and really rabble rouse a bunch of people we shouldn't have done then i could say hey the media held themselves accountable they it's, don't do that okay it's so weird that you always use trump as an example because like all media for the last 20 years has done it for everything yeah okay so fox it was the uh birth certificate for obama yeah and now uh cnn it was the like yeah they did a 30 million dollar investigation and found nothing okay and they didn't say, oh, we got that one wrong. They just said, this is what it is. Oh, like they But did. CNN did a $30 million investigation and said nothing? I don't get it. Maybe CNN inspired Congress to do the $30 million investigation. I don't, I don't know why they spent $30 million. They got Robert Mueller out there investigating yeah, so, but, Trump. But, that's, but you're, now, see, now you're just you're confusing the, the thing. two it's things. All, no, it's all the same thing. How? CNN and the government are two separate things. CNN started reporting this Steele dossier. Yeah. Uh, hookers pissing on Trump. Okay. Uh, collusion. But the government with decided to spend money and go forward with that. It had nothing and to do. Found with, nothing. Uh, yeah, but it had nothing to do with CNN. The government has a fucking. If the government thinks there's something there, they're going to go after it. If they don't, they're going to leave it alone, right? Uh, I, if CNN didn't say anything, I don't think the government would come out. Turns out, we believe that Trump is uh, colluding with Russia, and we're going to do an investigation. No, I don't. I don't think that would happen. And then, and then the other thing is, um, like these news networks. They own themselves. No. No? They have investors. No, I know. But what I'm saying is like CNN is a network. Beholden to advertisers. <laughs> yeah, but they're a network. They own themselves. Meaning like, is it in their best interest for them to get on and like say, oh, we were fucking lying the whole time? No, because then nobody's ever going to believe them. Like you're asking them to become accountable. They're never going to become accountable. Alex Jones is a person like Infowars needs YouTube to survive or theoretically. I you guess know? you're right because I can't think of an example of any uh, news organization doing that. Like a, what we call it, a retraction. No, but I like I agree with you. They're all fucked up, but like you can't you saying, well, Alex Jones has apologized, but CNN didn't apologize. They're never going to apologize, dude. Like, don't hold your breath ever because they they have to make money. You just said it. They have investors. I like, also, I feel like it's a weird, okay, so. And they're if not they, the same let me thing. Ask, so, so let me ask you They're too. owned by Warner Media News and Sports. Okay, but so let me ask CNN you. CNN isn't. So, Kamar, if CNN gets a hold of a report that says they believe this shit, or they, they're not supposed to report on that. That's my question to you. 
if they say we have actual sources that they can do, they can do that, but they don't. Well, I'm just asking you, like, say, what what is the level for you? Unverified where... news is not news. Okay, great. It's but just it, rumor spreading. But see, again, you only bring up CNN and Trump, which is a dis. You do yourself I, I, a disservice Fox by doing that. Said uh, Obama birth certificate. He's not a yeah. Without they, any proof. They've done all that so, shit for now years. Now you can't say I only bring up CNN. Huh? Well, no, but they all do it. Yeah. They all do it. All news networks yes. are corrupt. They've always been right from the start of news. There is no fucking doubt about that. But you guys have a lot more faith in CBC than I have very little faith in any news network. To tell you the honest truth, come I don't on, watch like, any of it. I don't watch any of it. I don't know where to get my news anymore. I used to think it was like Al Jazeera, but like I, I don't, I, find the BBC I don't trust is anybody. Pretty fucking even kill too. No, I don't trust the BBC at all. And Australian news is Fox News on crack. So I really like it. Um, uh, yeah, I just felt this guy was like the uh, male Barry Weiss. He referenced her, which was interesting. He he stepped up to Joe a couple of times, which is more than most guests do. In the beginning, but at the end, he was just uh, talking to Joe for fatherly advice on how to do mushrooms. It got really bad. Oh, it got really bad. He said out loud, we are under such pressure to put out scientific articles. We take press releases and don't even research them. And he wasn't saying journalists do that. He says, we all do it. And that's, that's the problem we have right now. Harvard Medical Journal put this out, so it must be fact. And I need 15 articles of clickbait. Like it's it's really just sad. Like compare this guy to uh, Seth Rogen. You compare this guy to Seth. Rogen? Not Seth Rogen. Who's the guy we had? On? Josh. Josh Rogen. Thank you, Rogen. Simon. I apologize. I was wondering. I was like, that's a weird comparison. And this guy considers himself a journalist. It's just, it's just, it's just tragic. Like he would admit. I that. don't remember him saying that. I, I, I'm sorry. I just don't. He said he plagiarizes things no they take a press release okay so we know this cnn makes a press release no harvard medical school mit whatever okay and they just put it out there they don't do any due diligence to look into this and see what it is so they will put out misinformation or whatever or not understand what they're even reporting on why didn't joe like call him out on that I think he, he was saying, we all do it. It's a problem with journalism today. I, I, did you guys understand what his book was about that he was trying to sell? Uh, all the plugs this guy did, they were so fucking annoying. The, no, the most annoying thing this guy did was girl. constantly being like, Joe Rogan canceled for, like, dude, shut the fuck up. Or, um, first of all, this guy actually like, stole my, my partner on, uh, this guy acted like he was this hot button, like the most cancelable guy on the internet. I was like, dude, I've never fucking heard of you ever in my life. And he had no hot takes. Most of except the people. For, except for on Alex Jones. That was my whole point. Dude. I couldn't figure out what this guy's stance was. Like, was Joe, was he an anti-trans person or a pro-trans person? Like, I don't know where, because he was arguing about the sports, right? Yeah. So he was with Joe on that, but then anytime Joe said anything, like he corrected Joe. So I was. No, He's talking Anybody? about giving hormones to younger people, which we know is is a problematic. I said it, but I think we've all agreed that for issues on the planet affecting society, trans is not up there, but it's propagated by 
governments and corporations to seem a hot button issue so you worry about that instead of them robbing us blind like if you want to take global warming or um climate change or whatever you want to call that or the divisiveness of politicians uh like the nancy pelosi tax scott wh whatever is going on but it seems like this keeps getting pushed up and it's a it's a non-issue to me you guys remember boy george i, I mean but this is where it seems I when you say i disagree with you like Sorry, go ahead. No, you. No, please. no, no, please. No, I'd like to hear your disagreement. I, I just, and I don't know if it's because there's more hype about it, so more people are jumping on a bandwagon, or because it's becoming more accepted, so more people feel like they're able to, like, fly their freak flag, or whatever you want to call it, you know what I mean? Like, be their true self. That's why I'm saying Boy George, though. I think people were flying their freak flag in the 80s. Yeah, but what Simon's saying no, is no, like no, but there I, was a point where being gay was just unacceptable it, and then it, it got slowly, it, slowly, slowly more acceptable to the point where all of a sudden you could be gay and we still to this day have a lot of people that can't come out. And what Simon's saying is like if it were just accepted across the globe that gay was fine, the number of gay people might shoot up exponentially because all of a sudden everyone's allowed to. What he's saying is right now the numbers might say 1% of people are trans, but if tomorrow... If in 20 years, if tomorrow we said being trans is cool across the board, 20 years from now, maybe it would be 10% of people. Or that 10% of people could be because that's the cool new thing. Sure. I don't know. All I know is that I'm definitely seeing more, more people who are out there about their sexuality like that. Uh, for me, it's a non-issue. Like, I, I don't see... Whether it's a non-issue or not, that's like saying... I'm colorblind to race. No, like, you know that there are black people and white people. For me, I remember when I was 20, I was going to New York City with friends who were models. Everyone was gay. Everyone we met, everyone we did, it was like, wow. It's, this is, I didn't even think it was progressive. I was like, wow, an industry is all gay. Like, not a bad thing, not a good thing. Then I went to Australia in Sydney. Sydney is a gay town. Like, all the clubs, all the best places is all, like, gay area. And there's no, there was no... I think you're missing the point, is that gay people want to be able... regress is what I'm saying, from where I was when I was 20, I feel. Well, I think, yeah, but... But now gay people can get married across the board. But also, Kamar, just, just being able to... Much but just being able to say, like, 20 years ago, gay people were comfortable in Sydney, like, yeah, they might have driven an hour out to the country and all of a sudden been like, I'm not safe here anymore. I might have driven an hour of the country. Not yeah, but that's either way. That's <laughs> but that's the point. Is like there's always going to be pockets of that. That I don't think can be eradicated. Just like I don't think racism. It, it'd be like getting rid of ignorance. But yeah, but that's the point. Is people are trying to get rid of ignorance. I don't even know what we're arguing. My anymore. point is, I don't think it's as big an issue as the conversation it garners. You don't. It think is it's a trans agenda. I agree, but think about it. Joe argues it like almost ad nauseum. Well, this, this guy had his book. I, I, I guess what I'm not... Under, always entertain it for sure. You don't think it's a big deal or you don't think that it exists? I don't think it's as big as a deal as it's made out to, to be. Meaning that there aren't as many trans people out there or you don't care that there are that many trans people There's out there? There's not as many trans people who are suffering. Like, I think more are thriving than not. And... Okay, see, the problem is that, again, the, is that goes back to that... Where's the like, suffering? Hold on. It's Joe who says hold on, hold they're on. suffering. That goes back to that survivor bias, though. Like, we live in North America where it is pretty accepting of most things. Like, there's a lot of places where you could go 
and you get your fucking hands cut off or work. You know what I mean? Yeah, like but it, none of this shit will change any of that ever. And even then, Kamar, if you like imagine being trans in Mississippi, I imagine that's not the greatest run ever. But again, you just shrug your shoulders. At- no, these are just generalizations. I bet there's people in Mississippi who are trans who are thriving. Like, I, I, I don't think the world is ignorant as these conversations paint to be. I believe in Russia, it's illegal to tell kids gay people exist. So good luck getting through them. Did you see George Bush crying over the, the women of Afghanistan who were leaving behind? But even then, so the back to the Russia thing, though, do you think that then we should just not even, tr- like you said, don't even try? I, I know what we're doing here isn't, I don't think, swaying anything over there. No. Hmm. I think we should encourage them to move here where, where they're, they're, they're better off. But no, I don't think we're moving the needle outside of North America. But you would agree, though, almost on your own argument that us allowing gay people to just be themselves has freed people up to be gay, whereas in Russia, it's a lot tougher, right? Uh, I guess I would say more like 50 years ago, it was tougher to be gay. Like when guys would say they're gay to get out of having being babies. As for Russia, like I'm sure they have problems of racism, misogyny, uh, transphobia, uh, whatever you want to paint it. I just don't think we're us talking about it or Joe Rogan talking about it is like Russians are going, wow, we've got to change. And, and maybe it's moving the needle here, but I feel... No, again, that wasn't my point. My point was just that because they're not allowed, it's obviously like you recognize that because they're not allowed to be gay, it's obviously tougher to be gay. In Russia? Yes, in Russia. Yeah, yeah so that's what I'm saying. is The trans thing, like you're sitting here saying it's not an issue. I'm sure there's some trans person thriving in Mississippi. Like there's still... Forget it. It's fine. I, I, was just saying, I don't even understand. I, I'm not sure I understand what you're arguing. There's got to be five things way more important than the trans agenda. But yeah, but that's because you're not trans. If you're trans, I'm sure it's it's higher on your list, right? Yeah, I'm not trans. So I, I really shouldn't speak to it at all. Um, they, talk, they began to talk about a guy in Canada who lost custody of his kid. No, he went to jail. He went to jail, sorry. Or... But I believe he also lost custody. There, are, he, there are other things that you could lose custody of a 10-year-old for misgendering. This is the guy who was misgendering? Yeah. But he, no, because then when they went on more. and looked it up, There's a lot even Jamie stuff. did it on air. That dad was going out on the news, writing letters, posting things in his community, whatever the fuck he was doing, saying, my son is not a girl, he's a guy. That's way different than what Joe was painting. He Joe wore, paints Canada with the craziest brush. That one situation, he, yes. Not that one situation. No, no, he does it Joe often. never has his facts straight. He actually when said, he, too, Canada's he, a pretty crazy place. If he you look watches into it. clickbait headlines that are getting into Texas. I can only imagine what the news says about Canada down there. And that is not at all the case. Like, it's not the case up here. You disagree with that, Kamar? No, but there's situations where you could lose custody of a 10-year-old because you don't want them to get hormones or something. That's crazy. That's not what happened. No, in that situation, but there's other situations. But how do you know? You're just, but again, you're doing what you just did with like the Mississippi I haven't thing. heard like, of those situations. Yeah. We've heard of situations of young kids taking hormone blockers and stuff. Yeah. And if you try to prevent them from doing that, that's child abuse. I don't know what the laws in Canada are. No, I think this is in America. I, I brought that specifically up, that they came out saying the one thing, and when I looked into it, it was totally yeah. not right. Well, I, I don't even... I'm talking more about just Joe misrepresenting it, Canada. It's a crazy world when a 10-year-old is telling their parents 
how it's going to go down. That just doesn't make sense to yeah, me. Yeah, but again, that's also because we're old. We lived in a world where you, if you told your parents shit, you got a fucking slap in the head. If you're really a trans person, like if this, if you're not doing this to be cool, if you are legitimately a person who feels like they are trapped in the wrong body and you are screaming at your parents, like understand me and they're not understanding, like... They should say, let's ride this out to your 18. Okay, listen... I thought we agreed on that. Most ago. of the time, I am in agreement of that. I just like I. I don't think you understand. Is the point? I, know, I don't think I, any of us do I, I to know what that's that. like. I, I don't, you know what I, I mean? So I don't. No think idea. We should be uh, changing people's chemical thing until they're eighteen. Just like you can't vote or drive. All those analogies they make. Anyways, that's all he he brought to this was his side of that argument. And then he talked about how he can't smoke weed. Um, he's never done hallucinogens. He was referencing Michael Pollan's book. It, unless you've done hallucinogens, you can't have a conversation about it. Because it, it, you can't describe... You, you, you know what I mean? It does seem a bit disingenuous. You, you have... At least Mike would... I mean, at the same time, though, we have conversations about heroin. I've never done heroin. Well, yeah, I've done Oxycontin. It's basically the same thing. Okay. No, I've but never we've, shot a we've never done heroin. Yeah, but we talk it's about... It's different. We just, again, we've never... We talk about it's crack not. smoking. Heroin's gone, opium. Mainlining heroin. You can smoke heroin. You can snort heroin. Okay. All I'm saying, it's, it's an opioid. Yes, yes. They are the same that way. I'm talking about mainlining heroin. It's way Double different. Shooting it up. Yeah. Oh, that was another guy. He goes, they say um, marijuana is a gateway drug. I live in Vanya. I found out uh, heroin's a hallway drug. That's a good one. Um... Until Kamar's happy to be back at the clubs. They talked about MMA for a bit and just uh, my eyes glazed over. Well, how can you have an MMA conversation with this guy? Um, the argument that things are always getting better only ever goes back to Steven Pinker's work. Do you notice that? Yeah. Well, because he's really the only one that's saying it. Well, I think someone else, there should be other, if it is a fact, there should be other places you can quote from. Cited. But it's always like, well, things get Pinker's work. I'm starting to get tired of that. Sort of like a really, the reason, though, is it's a really like, there's so many fucking graphs in that book. It's such a long book that's like. Like, if Pinker's wrong, a lot of people's arguments are bunk. Throw, I'm, I'm just <laughs> saying it's common sense that today the world is better than it was yesterday. Yeah, agreed. Do you know what the problem, here's the problem with Pinker's work. Agreed, Kamar. Hold on. Pinker's work is like a stock or like a crypto in that. He writes his book maybe at the all-time high. Do you know what I mean? He publishes that work based on what he's read, based on all the data that he's collected. But all that data has a stop point, right? And like all your data is five years behind. So let's say say, say he he all the research he did was between 2014 and 2019. Precisely, and that is let's say that's the the peak of society per se. We could be quoting him for the next 20 years when we're on the oh, worst right. downslide well, ever. Because then we have a pandemic and a civil war. This is what I'm saying. Go and, to it's, shit and, it's and everybody's the, killing each other. And then he does a revised version, or someone else has a revised version, 40 down the, where they say he was right. What the Based on the data he looked at, he was bang on correct. The only problem was by the time he published it, we were already in the fucking dead cat bounce. Yeah. And you I know mean, what I mean? He's and, looking at trends over time though. And it's been this continuous. I get it. I'm just saying is I was making the argument for yeah, what yeah, we're yeah, saying yeah. here that we I do quote it. him and that if everyone's wrong, they won't be wrong in quoting him. I just, but, 
there'd be some other citable references to support his yeah i mean keep in mind he says within his research that he's like people fall through the cracks all the time this is just talking about outliers this is the basic you know the general health of the earth and then uh they talked about lake mead drying up and i'm like where is the water going water evaporates to where it comes back down somewhere else like you don't, well, just not in that lake. Well, did you not see Germany? <laughs> like, Germany's flooded right now. Well, I guess that's where it all went. That's horrible what happened. Yeah, like, it's crazy. They had, um, they had a mark, like, 70 years ago, they had a flood, and this was, like, 20 times over it. And it just ran trees and fire trucks through the neighborhood. Like, well, dude, I saw this thing about the Three Gorges Dam this week and how they think it could collapse. And if it does, it's going to kill, like, but I, millions of people. I did that last year. When the Wuhan thing started. Oh, well, that dude, thing's been gone for a while. That though. Impossible movie. Did impossible. you watch that? The Impossible. So, fun story. I, I have that weak stomach where, like I said, when What's-His-Name's leg broke, I threw up. I have these, I get like an instant panic attack. I start watching that movie with Mary because you were like, this movie's and great. And she puked, eh? And Mary pukes because yeah. when the when the back of her leg is hanging off, yeah. Mary just immediately goes green and goes in the back and pukes where I puked. But I got to say, once she started pulling shit out of her, her lungs in the hospital, I too was like, okay, I'm out. What movie is this? It's, it's about the, the impossible. It's, it's about, about the tsunami the, in uh, Thailand. It is so crazy, man. It's a crazy movie. But it's a movie. real movie or a documentary? No, it's a real it's a, movie. It's a film starring. That make sense. It's a film starring Naomi Watts. It's based on true events. Oh, that went so down with this family. The carnage of everything happening, they, it's very graphic. They're on like it's a... It's incredibly uh, graphic. They're on like a patio thing of their club med or whatever Resort. when the thing hits. And it's a dad who gets stuck with like half of the family and the mom gets two stuck together. Two by fours, together. go people, whatever. Dude, it's she fucking gets, crazy. She gets fucked. I mean, again, I didn't finish the movie. I'm an hour in, but she gets just so fucked. What platform Everybody is it on? gets it's on so fucked up, man. Or is it on Prime? And it's the dad Netflix. has to make this decision where I'm like screaming at the television. You know what I mean? It's so You get really caught up in this movie because it like emotionally invests you right from five minutes in. 2020, you know? 2021? When the tsunami hit? No, is, it's a new movie. No, no, it's an older movie. Older. It's probably five 10 years, years old. 10 years old, yeah. Are we doing another yeah, movie game? <laughs> that would be a great movie to do. Can you do Netflix movies? It's not a Netflix it was movie. A real, it was a, a real big screen movie. film. Uh, I'm just saying it was on Netflix. And yeah, oh, I guess you couldn't do a box office. You're correct. I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, I still don't know where the water's going. Do, would you guys find this gross? Right before I came here, I watched, um, this guy had a terrarium. Is that what it's called? Terrarium. Terrarium. There's no water in it, but it's like. Yeah. And he put a, uh, a turkey's head in it. Okay. With um, fire ants. Mm-hmm. And he just wanted to film them. Just devouring it. Going it to t- well, it took quite a while. I mean, these little guys, bless their heart. But um, a fly got in. And then there maggots. was a swarm of maggots Ugh. from the inside. That's the gross. And there was a battle between fire ants and the no maggots. No way, cool. Could you? It says warning, super gross. And there are some close-ups that are like, Ugh. but it's the circle of life. It's, it's natural. I thought it was pretty Who won, the fire ants or the maggots? The ants, eh? Um, the ants win, but they end up working in a symbiosis. The maggots take, eat all they can eat already, and then the turkey head starts to dry out. And, Oh, they turn into flies and fly off. And oh, the flies provide 
lots of food for bugs and I watched them. The, what it said is the world could not exist without the maggots or the ants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't I, matter who wins. I watched Road Trip the other day. Do you remember that movie? Tom ruined a man's career. <laughs> it ruined a man's career. No, was it Freddie Got Figured? That was Freddie Freddy Got, Got Figured. Yeah, yeah. I forgot Tom Green was even in this movie. He's not in it long. Is your bum? No, enough? he's in it a whole oh, bunch. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah, yeah. You I think thought, your bum is on my lips. No, that's Freddie Got Fingered. Yeah. Because that's his greatest line. I wonder if NMM gave him a buck for that. My bum is on the cheese. My bum is on the cheese. Anyways, yeah. Oh, I was talking about that because of the snake. Because he has the snake in the terrarium. We'll get to snakes in uh, any moment. And we'll get there very soon. Because, again, just... All these droughts, like where is the water going? You know, and we're, we're oh, you're, you're, you're stuck on this water. We're, we're experiencing it up in. Uh, did you go? Did you go look at it? Because I had that coincidentally. I had the, the shoreline. I had watched probably the video Joe watched, but I I had watched just coincidentally on YouTube a video about Lake Mead this week, and it's fucked. I haven't seen it, but I just wonder because we understand water evaporates, but unless it's going to a space station. No, no, no. It's all on the planet. But you understand how that works, right? Like the water evaporates and then it goes somewhere else and rains somewhere else. It's not like it goes up and comes right back down into the lake. So it's somewhere else. Why? Hold on. But if it's just constantly hot everywhere, why does the water have to come back down? Is that a nest? Is that, are we scientifically certain that's how it works? (laughs) Exactly. The scientists over there say, is is the earth more humid for that? Is somewhere else getting moister? I don't know. That's what I'm asking when I say where the water goes. I understand what's going on, but it's like... But again, like I said, if there's not normally flooding in Germany, that would be like, you know, you could... You'd, maybe it's 70 feet of Lake you, Mead over there. Well, that, that, that would be the answer. And That's if, where the water, water, <laughs> and if water evaporates, like... Why is it that, like, you're, because you're saying it goes back up into the atmosphere and then comes back down as rain, Somewhere right? else. Somewhere else. Yeah. But arc- if it's just evaporating, why can't it just go nowhere, like, to nothing, you know? Because nothing doesn't exist. You know that. There's no such thing as nothing. But, Kamar, let me ask you this. So, when I, if I took a pot of water in my kitchen yes. and I just, I just boil it down to nothing... You're saying that's that a clouds. It, it gonna, rains you, in you your go, bathtub, motherfucker. Obviously, you, you know how that, that works. If you go that in kitchen, you're gonna have droplets on the ceiling, probably. Maddie, that's. But this how, is what I'm saying. But hold on. But this is my question: Is like the droplets on the ceiling isn't gonna equal the amount of no, water? No, not you'd, even close. I, I think you'd inhale some water vapor. You probably piss that out. The water doesn't disappear. Well, no, and the wall will. But this absorb, is like. But the wall, we don't know. Water, we don't know this. It goes in nothing. The wall will absorb that moisture. That solves that. By mystery. by that token, one day we wake up and there's no more water on the planet. It's not disappearing. It's going somewhere else. It's moving, but it's. Not I'm just saying. I don't know that for fact. Wow. I don't remember this in fucking great. Or maybe science. it's leaking out into the fucking like above the atmosphere. Oh, why do you <laughs> well, think that's it's being, probably not because right. he believes that place, we're in a dome the one that's place where, where gravity this is, is going. failing us the theory of gravity oh, yeah, you do think we're in a dome so how does that work well that's how it works it never goes anywhere there's it a hits crack the in antarctica and it's leaking out there and it makes angel falls look like a fucking tinkly gotcha brook that'd be fucking cool nice pull there come on not a lot, not a lot of people know the name of it i was watching a guy talking about another civilization inside the earth it's it's so big right what are we talking about the, the earth. earth middle earth yes huge come on. the idea like that a terranium terrarium i'm sorry simon no i i'm uh, we finally agree on something would that blow your mind we don't even know what was what, the question if there's a like 
another planet within this planet. Wouldn't that blow my mind? I don't even know how to answer this. Although Simon's cross-armed. You look like you want to answer it. No, no, no. I want to hear your answer first. What he's asking, I don't know why he's asking it like that. (laughs) Matt, do you believe that it's possible that there could be another civilization living in the hollow earth? No, I don't. There, you, but you realize how big, when you, you think can't grasp how big this yeah, is. Yeah, can I can I do this for you, Kamar? You know what I mean? When you wait, think, hold on. So I can't grasp it, but you can. No, I can't either. Matt, okay, when okay. You, just making no, no, sure. From here to the core. When yeah. you think like, about the hollow from earth, here to Toronto, it's like around the world twenty times. It's no, weird. it can't be. That's not how. That's not how this works. Around you the world, twenty times. Can, what to the, the fuck are so you I, talking about? If I drill about? a hole from right here to the middle of the it's earth, it's a circle. Yeah. It's, it's not around distance. twenty times. Uh, so to the no pi seven, times pi times r squared. Earth is halfway around the world. Yes. Oh my god! Holy shit! Okay. It actually uh, might be shorter. I realized how stupid it was. But I'm saying no pi the, times r squared. Canada's yeah. five thousand kilometers wide. Yeah. It's it's deeper than that. All of Canada. Basically, and, and. He, what he's trying to say is there's a lot of space that's unaccounted for. Kamar, keep in mind too, Canada looks massive on a globe because the globe is exaggerated. It's you know that, right? Russia, I know that. Yeah, yeah. It's well, like it's if you put Canada in in Africa, that's when you get the the real like holy fuck, we ain't shit. But I, you know what? I think the second biggest thing on the planet is my dick. Oh no, no it's I really think small. Antarctica. Actually. Oh, Antarctica. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, then I wrote, weed pussy, fuck this guy. Weed pussy? <laughs> what, say, what did you write? Weed pussy? Yeah. What? This guy's a weed pussy. Oh. <laughs> like, uh, you tried I weed thought it was like, and I thought it was going to die. I thought it was some sex weed pussy. Oh. You can't discuss mushrooms unless you have done them, referencing pollen. What are we doing here? And then it was just him asking Joe questions. Like, I did not learn anything. And there was no... Oh, I didn't love this There was this no revelation. No. no. It was... The only cool thing about this was, is I was watching... I just um, couldn't figure out when we started your beef. Like, I didn't love the episode, but I was just like, whoa, what? I was like, this guy no, is... this guy sucked, Exactly, for that, sure. that's all. Well, I'm, I just... I, I'm but with you. I was wondering if... That, but I didn't... I, I wasn't have, like, I have, have a specific a beef. I was... Guy. I just was like, I didn't love the episode. That was all. Well, what I did do is while I was listening to it, I put on uh, people riding... Like, a guy riding a bike from Manhattan to Brooklyn. Weird. Like, 45 minutes. Like a Peloton thing. Just a dude on a fixed gear bike with a guy behind him, and you. Yeah, like, I just mean that's what Peloton is. They have like a screen that like. But this is this is real. Like, and this guy never stops for a red light, like going through the streets, like crazy braking. Like it, 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 it was probably just a bike courier. In his off time, he just biked. He just biked through the whole city, and it's a big city. So yeah, that was the highlight of this podcast for me. Fuck Jesse Signal. Nothing to do with the podcast. Um, okay, rate it. Rate it. I give this a one. I uh, can agree with that. Hit the button, baby. We have an agreement. <laughs> Hit the button, baby. Here's the mail, Barry Weiss. All right, let's uh, move on to the last one. 1683, Andrew Huberman. 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 And believe it or not, the last one sucked, and this was my least favorite podcast of the week. Really? Yeah. Oh, I hate it. It's funny. This. You said that to me yesterday before I had listened to it. I was only like 20 minutes in. Um, I couldn't hate this. First of all, he brought up Danny Way and Colin McKay and the Red Dragon. So right away, I was yeah, like, that was pretty good. right was away, I was like, this can't be less than a two and a half. I'm already intrigued. Giles used to skate with those guys, too. Yeah, well, Moses with, Moses with, Itkinen. Uh, and, Colin McKay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I always yeah. thought I token. Do you think it's... Uh, it's Itkinen, it I'm pretty sure, yeah. I but think I, it's I token. Could, okay. You could be wrong. 
Uh, that was Agree to disagree. super highlight to hear that. Because Danny Ways are more are Tony Hawk. For sure. I think. Danny Ways not Canadian. No, sorry. Is Tony Hawk Canadian? He was the no. Michael Jordan no. of skateboarding at our peak. Like when I was 12, Tony Hawk was the coolest. Best. I related more to Danny Ways skateboarding than, to than Tony I Hawk. related I to Tony that, Hawk yes. skateboarding or Mike McGill he was just skateboarding. The guy. He was the guy. I mean, keep in, in mind, prime. Danny Way, like if you watch those old videos and he was 12 and shit, he was also just a Hellraiser, right? Like he was doing shit we were doing. Like he was out there throwing cakes at people from cars and like being a real piece of shit. Yeah. So I could relate to that way more than like he, Tony Hawk was a clean He had cut. a bad reputation, but it was like he, he, he fucked around but he also went bigger than anybody oh like, danny way is the baddest was the danny way the video the bigger stairs the, the highest ramps like he Mark, was just he created a genre of skateboarding yeah the yeah. big ramp is purely dude the fucking guy jumped over the great wall of china yeah on with a, a broken ankle loopy loopy is with fun. a broken ankle yeah and if you get a chance if you're interested in danny way he has he built this hawaiian hideaway he built like a he bought a big plot of land on one of the islands years ago and did nothing with Le, it. Was it Lanai? Lanai? No. No, no, no. It's Lanai because Joe told us 15,000 times this episode. That's where the axe is dear, though. They're well, I was there and they called it Lanai. Well, he so says confused. that they call it Lanai. Well, maybe it was just because I was a useless uh, maybe it's not mainlander. Lan it's not Lanai, though. Anyways. <laughs> Point being, Danny yeah. Way has this, he, he had this land forever and he built like a... It's like naturally in this fucking mountain, this insane. I've never seen that. It's crazy as fuck. Really? The only yeah. problem is it rains all the time. He was like, that's something we hadn't really. You know what's on. so cool is when they skateboard up the big ramps yeah. and then get to the top. Mm -hmm. And it's like that moment where they're like walking on air. You know what I'm talking about? Did you ever see Jake Brown? They're just defying gravity. Did you ever see Jake Brown? He goes bail? too high. Yeah. His shoes fly oh. off. That that's insane, but that's not what I'm talking. You know what I'm talking about? Not the top of the ramp like that. Like they're getting to the top of the ramp to like stop. You're talking about the big air or the quarter pipe. You're talking about the quarter pipe. I'm talking about the quarter pipe. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They get to the top of the quarter pipe. Yeah, where they're and, just fucking floating. Yeah, but they're not jumping. I'm not talking about what getting big air off the about? pipe. Like when they're transitioning to get onto their feet on the top of the ramp. And they hit the top of the ramp and they pull their skateboard out and they're going to stand on the ramp so they can go down a different part or something, you know? I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. Okay. I love you. I'm not on, angry. On those big ramps. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. There's a big air, right? Not, forget the big air. On yeah. these giant fucking um, quarter, half pipes. Okay. Yeah. So Jaws goes down this side. Yeah. Does a big air. Uh -huh. Comes back this side, yeah. but isn't going to go back again. Oh, He's he going to go to, to the top the of the bottom. ramp. Okay. Yeah. And when they do that, it's like this moment of it's not a big deal. It's just something I notice I in the you. skate okay, yeah. videos. It's like an anti-gravity, like, like anti-gravity yeah. moment. I love it. Yeah. And especially when they're transitioning to like a higher ramp than where they're coming from. Cause then it really seems like that last little bit, they're like riding the air up. You well, know? On Bob Burnquist, he has that step up on the side. That's exactly what like, I'm, that's exactly what I'm talking about. You also me go, buddy. They were there in yeah, um, for King of the road, King of the road. Thank you, Matt. I got you, bro. See, it took a long time to fucking get there. We got there. But we got. Oh no, Simon, I knew. I knew you about right away. He just wanted to specify. I didn't know what the fuck. Do you, you agree? Was. It's the same effect when people are doing the trampoline beside a wall. 
That's kind of cool too. Yeah. Sort of the same thing. Um, back to the guy who went flying up the ramp now and lost his shoes when he landed. Jake Brown. Yeah. How he survives that. Oh, I thought dead man for dead sure. Man, First time I saw sure. it, I was like, he's dead. Well, who knows? Follow back up. He might have CT or something from that forever. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought that was like a death moment when you go from that high and hit the floor you know what's crazy too is someone I heard someone say this week they were like the human body can survive a fall from eight stories and I immediately was like bullshit. But then now that I think about it, that was probably close to eight that stories. That was really he high, was fun because that ramp alone is like fifty feet. But he didn't hit like the transition coming down. Like when I fell and hurt my shoulder, mm -hmm. I fell from like you know the third story up at the no high shell. He hits flat bottom. No, no, I'm just saying, yeah, I hit the stairs, so it, like, saved yeah, my life, you know? shoes 20 feet in the air. It was insane. I think I would have died from where I fell from, and that was, like, half as high as that uh, guy was. Well, the, the one thing is that uh, that balcony fall, I think, was two stories. Which that, balcony fall? The, the Russian couple that was fighting and fell yeah. off the balcony. Yeah, that yeah. seemed like it was dead, dead meat, and they survived, so. Well, but it's, it's also because that was on concrete. It's also the quality is a bit more wood. It's also the quality of the person you see falling, though. Like in that Russian video, that woman doesn't look like she could survive a one story fall. You know what I mean? And neither of them are wearing helmets. He was wearing a helmet. So that might yeah, be the I'm, difference. Yeah. He also lands like feet fucking first, though. Like that it, might be the difference. Who? Jake Brown. He did. I thought he hit it flat. No, he lands like it's like feet. And then I mean, again, when you're landing like that, it's like it's a human crumple. Yeah. Uh, so he's not a doctor. Like I said, he's a professor. This guy's definitely... I, I wrote that right when he was talking about Danny Way. So let me ask you right away. Do you think, after listening to this guy, do you still think you need TRT? No. No. Okay, let's, there let's, we go. Let's, let's get go, into let's it. Go, okay. What do you think you need now? Peptides. Because <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I was... The last thing they talk I about. Was, I was really on the fence. I was like, I'm con I, I wasn't sure. I was like, Kamar's either going to come in there and still be hard, like... I still need them. I know it. Fuck this guy. Or I was like, Kamara's going to be. Well, no, these, these are alternatives. Yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah, I get it. And he's saying there's a job and a cost to certain stuff. Yeah. My point was just, he seemed very adamant that like at your age, you absolutely didn't need. It's not the best way to go about this. And yeah. there's other ways. Yeah. I, yeah. You're big on alternatives. Now I am now. I thought it was weird. Um, they start off talking about sleep. And just two episodes ago, it feels like Joe's like, I can sleep anywhere, anytime. But Joe actually brought out a pad of paper and was listing off all the things he said for sleep. So there's certain times Joe can't fall asleep or something because he's like, the best he could do is uh, go in a sauna. He's like, well, I'm there. Like, I think Joe's doing everything he can. Well, I think Joe is just looking for every kind of biohack he can find. He said magnesium tri-hack or something. Was, there's no, like, uh, I, refuse, I refuse to believe, sorry, that Joe has trouble sleeping. I assume he goes to bed around 1.30 or 2. And he said he's up at 7.00. He's got, and he works out twice a day, probably. I think he was just looking for ways to maximize, like, the quality of his sleep. Okay, yeah, I guess that makes I would sense. say the best way to fall asleep is to get up early. Like, did you listen yeah. to that guy, the Sinclair? The guy was on Rogan, but when he was on Lex? Sinclair, which one was yes. that? Yes. So I, mean, I, I don't know if you can do this. Go so far back. He was on, like, two months ago. David Sinclair? We're going to have to incorporate it in Lex and this... Oh no, we're doing the Lex. I don't, we're I doing, don't, oh, we didn't. We're doing the Lex Friedman experience. Experience because I don't remember it as, as fresh as your brain, but I did see it. I mean, I could disagree. No, you. I would just you remember when he was on Rogan then. Mm -hmm. Like you don't want me to. Quote I don't remember Lex's him. No, show? but let's just hear it. Spit it out. Yeah, sorry, Simon. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Well, it's just 
actually, it's funny because he does come up later on. We'll get to it. Uh, um, stretching is important. Joe was saying that. Did you see the footage of the guy? You didn't. You didn't no, watch I didn't this watch one? this one. No. The guy was doing crazy flexibility things that looks like you to break your body. But I think the best example is to watch animals. They always stretch. Yeah, but they're not like, like it's not a vein thing or it's it, no, I get it. But when everyone's like your dog stretches, I'm like, yeah, Chico stretches like, you know, four times a day when he wakes up. But it's not like he spends 25 minutes doing it. No, I say but he if stretches your dog when you see needed him to like hunt for food, he'd probably stretch a lot more. You know maybe, what I mean? Yeah, maybe. He lives a pretty cushy life. Like does live a cushy you know, life. The prince of fucking Sudan probably doesn't stretch a lot because he's got people coming to like stretch oh, out his toes no. for him. But all animals he's stretch. Even squirrels stretch and like yeah, it's it's a vital like more than a common sense thing. I might be the least flexible person on earth because you don't stretch. Yes, thank you, Kamar. That's so also I'm what saying I was getting. We should all start stretching. Um, Danny talked about Danny Way, which you got right here at the beginning. No, 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 no. That's what fucked this whole. That's why he's. Wants to be so stringent about the rules. I fucked up the order. Yeah, you That's fucked up bad. the order. Yeah. And now I can't talk about sleep because... Yeah, you're being silenced. Because I fucked up the it order. It happens yeah. later on okay. in Kamar's notes Sorry. and it fucks up his flow. It's my bad. That's I'll take that one. So he rushed my sleep to tell us about stretching. They start talking about sleep and then they bring back up sleep with David Sinclair okay. in this pocket. A fuck. I'm dead to So him. just jump to note 29. No, that's not how... He has a lot of notes. We're going to be on this for if a while. If I do that, then I'm lost. Okay, I'm sorry. Go on. I'm, I'm not a multitasker like you guys. There's a lot of notes there. We're going to be here a while. Um, they talked about Danny Way, the broken ankle, and got into Connor. Have you seen the footage of when Connor gets um, Poirier in the guillotine? He's adjusting himself with his toes on the fence. Yeah, it's legal. Well, you can grab the fence with your feet. The way he did, it's legal, yes. Oh, okay, well. It's a non-starter. So it's, that wasn't a foul. Why is it legal? I didn't know that was legal. The way he did it in this scenario was legal. I saw a big threat about when it. When is it legal to grab onto the fence with your feet? I don't think it is, but you say it is. I'm not trying to be difficult here. I've never I'm gonna heard have to that pull rule up the evidence. before in I, all my days me. of watching fucking UFC. Like his toe went... Inside the spot. either way, it's ironic it's that Connor's hold on. Push against it, it's but. also ironic that Connor's talking about it because he had his fingers in Poirier's gloves, which is also illegal. I like that move though. That seems like a hockey fight maneuver. That's what, yeah, but it's illegal and yeah, that's the best. That's actually the best move ever. If you can get your hand into your opponent's glove and make him punch his own face, you automatically win the fight. If you're not cheating, you're not high enough. We forgot to talk to you. Missed when Wonder Boy was fighting Gilbert Burns. There was a point at the end of the first round where they both just had each other in a headlock, leaned up against the fence, and both just like in a Donnybrook, like I like an so older brother. Wonder Boy. Well, you know. He's it's, such a nice guy. Yeah. Now, Connor was on uh, Instagram or something, and it says he has a full titanium rod running down his whole leg now. Mm -hmm. He can't fight anymore with that. Is, that. is that worse than like a chemical? Anderson Silva came back. And he has that? Well, his leg was broken way worse than Connor's. Um, or probably the same. But now, can Connor kick with a titanium rod? Hey, do, you, do you see how he's almost become bionic? Is it unfair advantage? Yeah, he's the other. No, that's not an unfair advantage. I don't think so. Dude, if you had a titanium um, implant in your arm, you could knock anybody out. If you put fucking... Dude... 
Simon, People are going to start. It's not loading. adamantium. Like, what are we doing here? Matt, if you had a titanium plate in your arm, you're talking about, okay, you why cannot then, be in the UFC. Is that a rule? I'm positive. It's a rule. You would be able to knock anybody out with one hit. Google it. Okay. I'm going duck, to duck, go do whatever. You're allowed to fight with metal in your body. I imagine, or that's like, that would be all the talk. I, right I now. look at it like metal in significant spots of your body that could strike. Yeah. Uh, you can't have it. You like can't have it. If it's, if it's, if it's fucking you found, that, it. you found that already. No, he didn't. He's <laughs> no, just I'm saying, saying definitively. I'm reinforcing what you're saying for once. No, he was hoping for definitive answers. What Kamara was hoping for no, Listen, no, I, 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 he was saying it like proud. I was like, that sounds like you shouldn't be able to kick someone with that leg anymore. I don't think you would have any significant advantage having a titanium rod in oh a leg God. that you had broken. Hold on. A rod is different. But if you have a plate pins, pins or if you said, thing. hey, doc, like I have to get my knuckles operated on. But now I want you to load them full of like diamonds okay, now we're or talking something. about something totally different. We're talking about Conor McGregor's broken leg here. This is very simple. Do we think a titanium rod is an advantage in your leg? No. Listen, so, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's legal or not. What do you think? I, I think it is. What so did Oscar did Oscar Pistorius have an advantage at the Olympics? I think so. Springs on your feet. Okay, that is a totally different thing. Doesn't matter. He answered the same thing anyway. It's a totally so what does it matter? Well, I, I can answer. I know you can. And live with my stupid decisions. I know. I wasn't mad at you. I, I, was, by I was just saying to Simon. You guys have to be right. No, no. I'm wrong um, all the time. Simon, all do you think it's an advantage or not? I think it's a total advantage. Okay, perfect. You're you are making yourself into a meta human. Like a, we don't need facts here. We just need our opinions, dude. Listen, if I decide, I assume you haven't found it. I think you're actually allowed to have a rod. I can't find anything about a metal plate. But let me tell you something. Like if tomorrow I went and got surgically implanted metal everything into my body, I could be like the fucking Terminator. I, I doubt you'd have full mobility. Like, what are we doing here? This is all, okay. Let me. I'm a bad example. Let's back up. Let's take, like, a bad UFC fighter. Just somebody who's not, like, top of the ranks. We implant, like, here, I'm going to work with you here, Maddie. Give me 10 titanium plates. That's all I need. Okay? One, two, in both um, elbows. Elbows or forearms? Okay. Elbows so and forearms. So, so they don't I want used So forearm. you no longer want your natural elbow. You want a titanium elbow instead. That's what you're saying. Right now, this I'm just trying to figure this out. This whole thing is going to be a metal fucking thing, a metal joint. Okay. And right here, I'm going to have a big plate. Okay. And then, so when anybody comes near me, I'm just going to do this. Boom. No, and you are going to get the absolute shit kicked not out me, of you. Elbow not to the me. fetus. No, You're you immediately out cold. Magnet. <laughs> I'm going to put it in my legs, like in my bat. shins. So every time I kick your shin, it's like me hitting you with an aluminum bat. Like, this is a no-brainer, man. Yeah, I don't think you have to support this your This isn't decision. what we're talking I about. Think, no, I think it's clear Matt's wrong. Oh, let's Thank move you. on. Thank you. Let's um, move on. Uh, Kamari is willing to give you this for the sake of the show. <laughs> we got to move on. I do have a lot of stuff. Uh, he talked about how uh, hormones uh, react to people and that men will gain weight when their woman gets pregnant because they are going to have to have sleepless nights and help rear this child. Yeah, they're going to have to suckle off my teeth too. So I get Would you not bigger. agree that most deadbeat dads are in good shape? 
Um, no. I think they all are. Do you? Yeah. Hmm. They're out there still on the hunt, negating their responsibilities. Listen, I like your joke. I like where you're going with it. I just thought that was interesting. The body voluntarily changes whether you want it to or not. Like it's it's bigger than your consciousness. This evolutionary trait. Did you gain weight when you? Uh... What? He's I asking. Did, did when Halima was when Halima was pregnant when Halima was pregnant did you gain no, weight? No. See, deadbeat. He's the exception, but he's dead not dead over he's, here. He's not a deadbeat dad though. So, no. I wanted you to say, yeah, I put on so a couple pounds. Breaks breaks the rule. So the first thing he mentioned was Tonga Ali which I looked up and you can buy on the internet right now. And that was to uh, raise your um, testosterone levels by up to 200%. Mm-hmm. Similar to the TRT. How much is that? I think I saw like a, pill, a box or a jar. It was like a hundred bucks or something. Hmm. So you got to take it with, with fine faith. Because Joe is talking about, and I wonder why this has been under wraps, how he has like alpha brain black. That's not under wraps. I got the email this week. Oh, I, th- I believe if you Thanks want, sharing. I believe if you want to try Alpha Brain Black, you might use our code and might get it. Don't quote me on that. I'm not. I I, I glanced over the email. You, I should be better at this. It's okay. No one uses our code ever, so there's no fucking. This is why I never push it. I just figure you guys don't care. And so there you have it. Tongali didn't sound like it had any side effects, but he also mentioned a um, Nigerian herb. Uh, I think it was called Fisher, but it makes your balls really big. And I don't know, if, is that a trade-off? I don't want to take that. That would be a nightmare for me right now. Giant fucking swollen balls. For more energy and virility, will you take bigger balls, Simon? No. Yep. See, how much bigger balls? I mean, yeah, how much bigger balls? I don't know, but he just said it, it increases the size If I could just get like a big, healthy set of nuts, maybe that's not so bad, you know? The, 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 the uh, Tonga Ali, he said, uh, sort of, are captures. you saying that word right? No. Because I don't remember them ever since Tonga Ali. Not my role here <laughs> um, to say things correctly. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just can't remember any of the names of the things well, he said. Who cares? So if, you want to li- if you really want them, go listen to this podcast. But he said it sort of harvests free testosterone. So instead of having the human growth hormone, whereas this herb from Nigeria actually makes your balls bigger. And that's how it works and increase your testosterone. Maybe that's where the whole... Uh, and it's crazy, like, we think of what guys, what you do to um, fight in a UFC fight. In the wild, they just go for your balls to not only beat you, but eliminate you from the... Yeah, done. Yeah, you're out of the pool. The Producer, chain, like, yeah. Animals are, like, straight to the point. There's no, like, Except style that points. doesn't always happen. Like, I've seen lots of fights on... Sometimes they just go for the neck. Where there's no ball ripping. The the whatever animal loses and it just runs away, you know? But you'll see with hyenas and African wild dogs, mm-hmm. they all go for the ass. And he showed he mentioned the video. Do you guys go see it? It's easy to see on YouTube. It's Lion Saves Other Lion. And it's this one lion I've seen it. surrounded like by hyenas. Swamp almost. And the lion almost can get them, but then one gets his ass, so then it has to sit down. And it and it's and it can't and it can't and then the other lion comes and he chases away and are you fucking crying? It's 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 amazing. It, it should have better music to it. You didn't just cry. 
We've oh. done this podcast for three I'm years, and this is what made you cry. You're crying. We've I'm talked about crying. finding children buried, and it's a fucking lion helping a lion. Do you have you seen the rhinoceros that they literally eat its ass and around other rhinoceroses, and there's like, oh, are you gonna cry again? Tough to be no. No it, one it, saves that rhino, Simon. <laughs> the, the rhino doesn't get saved by the other rhinos. <laughs> You've seen this video. You've seen this video. Don't belittle me. <laughs> you see this video. Yeah. It's touching. The lions? Th those two I lions. I didn't get as touched I'm as I'm going to watch the lions right now. On any other day, I'm gonna watch they the kill right each now. other. It's crazy. But because of the predicament, they're now brothers in arms. And after they fall into each other, like... I guess you guys don't have hearts. I guess I'm dead inside. I don't. I just go look at it, Simon. This guy is like for killing homeless people, <laughs> and he has a problem with the fucking life. Like I'm just, I'm lost, man. I'm uh, lost in all. It was of fucking beautiful. I'm with you. Lions helping lions all the way. Yeah. Then he took a page out of Michael Pollan's book, about how weed can make you sterile. Perfect. We were just talking about how weeds manipulate you. The weed is like. Again, like animals saying, I'm taking you out of the food chain. So yeah. others like you don't smoke me anymore because I just want to grow. Which I Joe didn't make the connection of this is exactly what Mike Pollan was talking about last week. I thought that would no. Yeah, it's again plants like having a mind of their own. And maybe being the aliens. And, and then, like I said, all vegetables are trying to kill you. Yes, or, you've or, mentioned that. Or you, pre you, prevent you from trying to eat them. In essence, they are all releasing a tiny little bit of poison into you. Hold on, Some that's not them. That's not them trying to others. kill you, though. Is a porcupine trying to kill you? Well, there's a difference between quills and poison, Matt. No, but the but you wouldn't get poisoned if you didn't eat it. So it's just a defense mechanism. The same way I'm saying is like a porcupine, just because it's covered in quills, doesn't mean it's looking to hurt you. It just means that it's there as a defense mechanism. All vegetables are willing to kill you if you <laughs> dare cross them. Yes, fine. But they, I think that's nature, right? Yes. And it's that just, just shows it's, it's, you how yes. part of, like, there's no difference it, between a fucking lettuce and a puppy or a lion. I mean, there's a little bit of a difference between a lettuce and a lion. Yeah, we'll get to the difference. I've never seen a video. The lettuce I've isn't jumping in to save the other lettuce while the carrots are fucking attacking it. See, you knew it. I stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, then I had my Matrix moment when he brought up Saladino. I was like, what is a guy in a carnivore diet has salad in his name? Yeah, we already said that. No, and then he said it. He yeah. brought it up. And Joe's like, I never put that together. Even to this point, I thought that was funny. He definitely he, doesn't listen to our podcast then. The, the professor might. Because <laughs> we brought that up a long time ago. Damn um, it, Joe. Important thing to do uh, if you're overheating and something, putting cold on the back of the neck. Is Put it on your hands or your do, feet. The palms of your feet. But it made sense because when he was like at night when you get hot, I always have like two feet. Just pull the blanket up. Yeah, so I always have two feet out for but sure. We see this in fights. Same thing with the cold side of the pillow. You always put your hands under the pillow, right? Because it's colder. The guys sit down on the stool, and the first thing they do is put the ice on their um, yeah, on the back of their back necks, of their yeah. neck, where they should be have some sort of cold plate. I always do that with a cooler, fill ice and water. 
Put your feet, feet in, in it. Boom. I'm never going well, camping with you. Well, when it's really you. hot, it's so nice to just go and stand in the water. Yeah. Now it all makes yeah. sense. Just yeah. like a wading pool. But now you should stand, crouch, and put your hands in the water as well. For, for Unless you're on a canoe trip. Reaction. And he, yeah, I, I believe he that. said putting uh, the ice on the back is actually bad for you. Is detrimental. Yeah, because it tells your brain that you're cool or something, and you're so not cool. So yeah, and you can cook, and to you death. get even hotter. So I thought that was very helpful. Um, cutting weight is stupid. It's so crazy. I had a conversation agreed, about this. Agreed. Yeah, it's insane. Like it's, it's it's like we're pretending. Like first of all, Conor McGregor should be fighting, um, in a lower division. Lighter. I believe he should be fighting in, yeah. Or maybe the heavier one. I can't remember. But yeah, I, I think I think cutting weight is so stupid. It's, it's so dumb. It's so disingenuous. Fight how- at the weight you walk around at. Yeah. Period. It's that easy. Period. That's it. And if that means you need more divisions, then have more divisions. If that means you have less divisions, less divisions. I don't care, but that's where they should be fighting. And Weigh them in 10 minutes before the fight. Yeah. And cutting weight is stupid. That's it. You want to dehydrate yourself, you're going to get knocked the fuck yeah, out. exactly. We have an agreement. We're well, going to that, weigh you. They're worried about that being super dangerous, too. That guys will do that and then be compromised. Well, they, I mean. Then Joe went on his diatribe and goes, I've spoken to the UFC many times. What does that mean? It means Joe's on his way out. <laughs> Isn't it just Dana, like right there beside him? Me and Matt were just talking about it the other day. Well, someone posted the best video of Joe being like, these Olympians should be making millions. This is a crime. It's a travesty. The Olympics make so much money. And college athletes. And college, and then it's him It's him talking to Luke Thomas, uh, a UFC um, journalist. And he's like, I don't know if paying these guys will work, man. Honestly, talking about UFC fighters, he's like, I just don't know. Like, you got to keep them hungry. I, I just don't. I don't. The think UFC. That's the same as those people say basic income wouldn't help anyone. The UFC <laughs> doesn't need Joe anymore, like ratings wise. You know what I mean? He's not. They're too big. It's not even an issue. I don't think they ever needed him. And I think it's not a good look for them anymore for them to be paying Joe so much when they pay their athletes nothing. So the easiest first step for Dana is just to remove Joe from the equation. No, Dana's Dana's a fuck you kind of guy. He'll keep Joe on till the bitter end, guaranteed. But maybe Joe just doesn't want to do it anymore because it's a bad look for him to be siding with the company as they exploit the, the employees. And then he has the fighters in and they can't like really talk about it because they work for the UFC, you know? Well, the they both is, work for the UFC. Like, how disingenuous is that? Um, well, and he only interview. has the biggest fighters on, so they're making they're making the kind of bank where... Right, it doesn't even matter. But it does, because they should be getting 10 times what they're getting paid. And they should be angry for the young guys in the sport because they know what it's like to be taken advantage of, you know? No, but it's like that Kamar mentality of, like, I had to spend 10 years in the fucking trenches. You better spend yeah, 10 know, years in the trenches. Yeah, but that's not a good way to look at it. Not if you're trying to, like, if you care about your if sport. If you're trying to raise you know? the sport yeah. up. Yeah, I agree, but I'm just there saying. There should just be a base salary for everyone in the company. All fighters get $50,000 a year, like a stipend or whatever. No, 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 because they have to be fighting. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, no, if they don't fight, they don't make anything, right? If yeah, but the, if they're signed by the UFC, they should be making something like a. Th- there should be a minimum thing for each fight, but you have to be at that fight. It's I mean, not the, a the problem salary is, for the year. The problem with the UFC too is like if you're, I mean, it's also their issue. Like a team sport, the teams all together, they all exercise in the same place. Like have one facility. You have to spend like each fighter spends so much on their camps. It's fucking insane. 
Right, but if they were making like fatter paychecks, then it would be more worth it for them to spend the money on those camps. Listen, I fully agree. They should all be getting paid. And again, Chael Sonnen was out there being like, I remember I got paid $2,000 for my first UFC fight, and I was so excited to get it. These guys should be, they're making, he was like, I challenged someone else to show me uh, an employer that's paying 10 times what they were 15 years ago. He's like, it doesn't exist. And I was like, what a what a terrible some, example. In some, in some uh, professions, that, that does ring true, but that's a ticky-tack argument. I, I the only, My only problem with Joe is now the reaction to knockouts thing. Like, because he knows that the camera's but, there? But, but they, they all do it. But I feel like... Last night was Ariel Hawani. No, it couldn't have been Ariel. It was, no, it was Ariel Hawani. It was Paul Fee. He'll never be on it. Of course, of course. I miss it. It, it Did was, you actually... I'm glad you mentioned that. Can I have... Oh, no, go ahead. It was Bisbing, uh, Paul Feig. Paul Felder. Paul Felder. What? what it, it wasn't It wasn't the Daniel Cormier, but whoever it is now, it's a, it's a thing to go to the... And I'm wondering if sometimes they're contrived. The reaction shot? Is that what you're saying? Oh, they just... Like a bit, bit more than Thug Rose. Now that they know it's memeable, you know what I mean. I don't know. I mean, I feel that's like, my only problem. I mean, I have. I feel like if you put a camera on us, you might get the same thing, and you not would. because when we're trying to get. When there's a big knockout, we jump up. And like, I would be over animated if I knew you were filming. Then I went and no, normal. but I don't. I, like I'm just saying, if there was no camera around, Simon and I still get. I don't know. Maybe you're right. Uh, I feel like I would be. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Real quick on cares? Ariel Hawani, he was. Uh, I saw him interviewed this week. Dana White is just hands down the most petty man alive. The most if petty. If he doesn't like you. He's well, the most generous if he likes you. Well, you're not petty if you're being nice to somebody, you know? He's petty. I know. He's the petty. He, it. Ariel Hawani, so he gets signed to ESPN, signs a three-year deal, and then, like, immediately following that, the UFC signs a deal with ESPN. And Ariel Hawani, in his, he was like, I figured shit's all good. Like, they must have known, and that, like, whatever, it's not a fucking problem. It is a huge problem. Dana White, anytime Dana was in the building or around, Ariel had to be escorted out by ESPN security. He's like, do you know how awkward it is? And he's, he's bigging all these people up. He's like, the security are all great people. I know them. It's awkward for them. He's like, Dana White's in the building. I have to be escorted out. He basically had him fired from ESPN because he hates the guy so fucking wow, much. Wow, that's crazy. For calling him out for not paying Isn't fighters. it nuts? Now, for calling out all sorts well, of shit. Well, now the ESPN deal totally makes sense because it had nothing to do with money. It was all just despite Ariel Hawani. He was like... Who that? Well, no. He I'm got sure a job with him? Well, now we're selling. I mean, Ariel Hawani said at the end of it, he's like, listen, to be honest, I'm so much happier where I am now. So... All the power he, to Dana. He's opening doors. Yeah. Isn't he God Sad's nephew or something? Yes. I believe he's related to him, yeah. Small world. God Sad, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, God Sad. Oh, Montreal. Yeah, Montreal no, no, no. I know who he is, yeah. yeah. I thought he was talking about uh, who's the guy from the Young Turks. Oh, my God. That's a mess. No. We'll talk about that in oh, the post-show, maybe. That is maybe. such a mess. Yeah, oh, my God. Show. It's such a mess. Post-show, post-show, yeah. post-show. Dude, Ariel Hawani was on a three-way uh, Instagram chat this week with like <laughs> with Michael Bisbang and Darren Till. And I can't remember what he says to Darren Till, but Darren Till stops and he goes, Ariel, this <laughs> scouse, he goes, you should be fucking your wife with that nose right now, Ariel. It's fu- I fucking nearly died. You like Ariel Hawani, and it seems like no one else does. I don't like him. I don't like him. Oh. <laughs> no one likes this guy. I think he's a good journalist, though. He's a great, like, listen, he's just, I don't, I find him 
to be too much. Go ahead, Kamar. Yeah, What's the next on your list? Uh, according to the professor, water and salt is basically Gatorade. It's a poor uh, man's Gatorade. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I did not know that. Sodium. Well, I, I knew that Gatorade had a bunch of sodium in it, but I yeah. didn't think it was that easy just to put a. I mean, Gatorade also has a lot of potassium in it and sugar. Well, yeah, I, I drink the sugar-free stuff. Potassium and sodium in Gatorade, but you're just as well off putting sugar in water. It gives you the electrolytes that they're supposed to have. He said salt. Salt in water. Yeah, is gives you electrolytes. Just like a Gatorade or something. You said sugar. You said put sugar in water. No, no, I I meant salt, but I said there's a lot of salt in Gatorade as well as sugar. But keep in mind, he doesn't, not a lot of salt. No, no, no. Because that will make you throw up. It's poor, well, yeah, just like salt water, but it's poor man's Gatorade. I thought it was another very helpful tip. And then he spoke about our friend David Sinclair and what a serious scientist he is and researcher, but he's still hilarious. And I just want to say one more time, I love all Australians. Like, I've never had more fun in my life with people and living life in, in, in Australia. I hope to go. When we were in Thailand. David Sinclair is a Brit. No, he's not. He's not? The longevity doctor? Oh, sorry. I'm talking about the wrong doctor. I'm not talking about David you Sinclair. You interrupted me out of thing with the... Uh, yeah. I was talking about... No, it was about, David Sinclair on Lex Friedman. I was talking about the sleep guy. That's Matthew Walker. Matthew Walker. He's and British he's as Brit. fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cut yeah, it yeah. out. Cut it out. Wow. I was, I was, but uh, so the, there's a snake bite that's so crazy because Joe was, they, that's what they talk about Australia. Like, oh, they're great people, but there's so much stuff that can kill you. But again, you have to go out to the bush. Well, because they were saying the Britain was such morons because they sent their prisoners to like the best place they in the world. They should have all left and left uh, Britain. They should have gone to yeah, Australia. Yeah, the class of the Brits get there and they're like, oh, there's a lot of snakes. But it is a really good point because, yeah, Australia is beautiful on like the outskirts. The coast, but, but yeah, I bet the second the you went to the jungle. is trying to murder you. Somewhat like Canada. Well, and everything's all there's no kangaroos trying to drown you. I see you. Mm-hmm. There's bears, though. There's bears. Call back. They're not actually um, trying to drown you. you They're about working in self-defense, a lot like what we were talking about before. Yes, with the lettuce. Yeah, I can't remember what it was, it was but lettuce. I knew it, was, it would yeah. reinforce my point. A snake bite that could make your whole body just turn to jelly. Yeah. Like, there's no there's no sewing these veins back up. You just hold your whole body, just go, like, vomits in itself. Have you ever seen the demonstration where they drop like a drop of snake venom in like a vial of blood? So and they it have makes a, it all go like... Cl- oh, it just becomes, it like- becomes a solid mass in like two seconds, like a black solid mass. It's fucking... It's so insane. So is, is that evolution of snakes getting stepped on so many times they finally got this crazy venom? I don't know. It's a or, good question. Do you know what I mean? Like, especially... I hope that's all mammals. It's not just humans that... It, it would be really sort of weird. It's, it's just only trying to kill specific, us. No, I think I mean? they use that venom to eat, I would assume. Isn't that weird, though, poisoning the food you're going to eat? Seems odd, no? Well, they're not. They're immune to their own poison. Well, I would, that's the assumption. And they, they, they would uh, provide the anti-venom if you were you need them as well. Well, they have to. I don't think they can like just give you the anti-venom, can they? Here you go, buddy. But yeah, like, oh, best, I best bit- of luck on your trip. Jo- Joseph, I bit you. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Here, take some of my anti-venom. In defense to a snake bite, you need the snake to make it. Like, you can't make it without it, I don't think. 
Right. Like, uh, you have to use the venom to make it. But I don't think, like, the snake can say, like, here's some anti-venom. I think you take their venom, synthesize it. If he likes you and he's not petty, maybe. I thought you were going to step on me. You just closed. Sorry. And then he said something very interesting that um, Saddam Hussein was working on botulism. That well, airborne. It was a different, but yeah, the okay. same but different. Yeah. It was Botox, but anyways, that's well, what he was looking on an, on an airborne way to yeah, put it over like a village and basically that's a weapon of mass destruction. Well, yeah, and that just... Well, okay. So they were justified in going they, in there, you're they saying. They were right. The government was right. No, I no, never will agree that, but, but that they, just, they should have harbored on that. That just shows you, like, why the fuck are they flying planes into buildings when they can just synthesize botulism and kill a city within 15 minutes or whatever? Well, I'll you tell know? you an interesting anecdote. I was talking to the two Iraqi girls. An, an-, an anecdote? An, an anecdote. Annie Venom. I was talking to the two Iraqi girls, and like Saddam was bad, but he, he like, shit ran under him. You know what I mean? It was like, who, who, whoever's in charge is gonna fuck us. They didn't think he's bad as the people living there didn't think he's bad as um, the media, the governments, whatever paid him out to be. But I mean, if you don't know freedom, then you don't know that yeah, you're in just prison, say, right? Yeah. They knew some freedom. It was just the the tribes, you know, the Sunni and the Shiite. One was the the dominating thing. It, it was it wasn't every day. It was dark and like getting whipped. What a terrible way to hit on girls. Oh, tell me more about the Sunni and the Shiite. <laughs> Go on. Well, I just wanted to seem like I knew what I was talking about. Bad idea. Hey, ladies, um, how about those weapons of mass destruction? <laughs> And then we go into we find I I th- I did not know this about Joe, but he hates he hates alligators. We knew this, and I will buy anything made out of alligator. It's the yeah, only was, yeah. animal he wishes death upon. He hates. I, I didn't the remember that. I remember when I heard that, I was like, oh. And he said, "Now I'm not sure if I was there or I yeah. heard about." No, it. wait. I would remember if I was there for sure. I must have been close though. I think I heard a scream. The most in. Impactful, traumatic thing that makes him anything. Can you do that at alligator? Because I want to make sure we take one more off the streets. Yeah, it's true. Like Joe has become like this mad tyrant against alligators. He has all the money now. He's going to eradicate them from Earth, and he doesn't even know for sure if one even did him any harm. He doesn't. He, he doesn't know he if doesn't. it was a story that involved him or a story <laughs> that he heard. It was a crocodile. It's like the shot. Per se trauma. It wasn't even. It was like somebody's gecko. He just missed saw it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm with you. It's a Bigfoot thing. Um, Because, yeah, the alligator, the crocodiles, those are like the coldest blooded killers probably we know of. Dude, I saw the craziest video this morning. Yeah, is it the gator sneaking up on the lion? No, it's the fucking uh, jaguar swimming through the water behind the crocodile. Doesn't hear a thing and then fucking jumps and jacks it from behind. What's crazy to me is like, how the dude? I'm tearing up just thinking about it. (laughs) Well, had a jaguar jumped in there and saved him, maybe he'd shed a tear. Um, Do you think there's hoppy crocodiles and sad crocodiles? Hoppy crocodiles. <laughs> what are you, Surge from the, the South Africa? Beverly Hills <laughs> Cobb? What's going on here? 
happy crocodiles. What do you mean happy and sad crocodiles? So, so I'm, ha- I'm having a good day. Or like, do you think animals seen, get happy and Kamar, sad like that? Yes. I yep. feel like the I ones some do. The ones that slide down those mudslides on their stomach, they look kind of happy. Like a like a dog wagging its tail. A dog could be happy and a dog could be sad. Let That's me very true. let me paint you a picture here, Kamar. You know when like the antelope is in the water and all the crocodiles are around it and they're like doing their death rolls and they're trying to rip pieces off it. You, you know what I'm saying? Does like the one who doesn't get the food, do you think he like sulks away and is like crying in the corner sad because he didn't get to eat? You're asking me my question. Or do you, what is this? I, no, or, you know what? He's or sitting in the corner with it, alligator tears. He goes, I'm oh, eating. Somebody give this guy a fucking <laughs> drum roll. I'm man. eating and I didn't even have to kill anything. No, but I mean, it's just so ingrained in them to have to eat is my point. I think it's more like I have to eat. I don't think they go away and like fucking cry themselves to sleep. Okay. Mar, do you think we dogs... the question. Do crocodiles have moods? Let me ask you though. Do you think dogs... No, because it is an interesting no. question. I'm not sure. Oh, no, there's no right or wrong answer. No, I know. I, I'm, I'm thinking about it right now. I would say no. But I was that's I think they do. leads into my next question. Do you think dogs maybe evolved some of those emotions from us? Like, do you think a dog eight hundred years ago in the wild wagged its tail when it when it got yes. food? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think that's just a natural maybe. instinct that a dog has. Because then maybe crocodiles, maybe there are I think then other dogs look at like you know a wolf will look at another wolf's tail to see is he scared, is he happy, is he sad? Depending if he puts it between his legs, he's showing. Uh, Actually, you know what? No, there has to be. They have to have fucking emotions. I I saw a clip the other day where this deer is at like a watering hole and this alligator rolls up or an antelope, whatever. This alligator rolls up at the last second and nearly gets it. But the thing fucking bolts because it sees it. And this thing looks so pissed that it didn't get it. Like super pissed. And again, I think... (laughs) Think about monkeys. I never yeah. catch oh, anything. I never get anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's I like gotta go ER tell Bill I didn't get something again. Because according go to get Christopher Robin to help me down to fucking Pooh's corner. According to uh, Kurt Cobain and Patrice O'Neill, both dead. Fish have no feelings. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe that. Um, but Kamar, to your point, I like to believe that animals do have feelings. Well, they do in Disney because well, they do in Disney. But when you watch like the um, monkey documentaries and stuff, they for sure have feelings. There's no doubt about that. You can see our feelings in them. Well, there was a feeling of love between these two lions. That's all I can say. Did you watch it? You said you watch it. I'm gonna watch it. Oh there was God. a feeling of love between. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, then there's it was sort of bittersweet. He talked about his dog, that fearless brain. You know, like, if you saw trouble, you might have a pause. But there's dogs, certain dogs, certain animals, certain species. There is none. There's no stop for a second. It's just into the thing. No, they don't think. Well, I mean, they think, but there's just, it's all instinct. I find that so, like, uh, admirable. That would be my dog's death. She's so stupid that she would run and bark at a fucking wolf and just eat it. I don't don't think it's necessarily a lack of intelligence. It's just a lack of, like... Worry about the consequences. You know what I mean? That doesn't mean it's dumb. It's just like dying. I don't. I don't fear death. So certain animals would have self-preservation. I think like monkeys and stuff might not run into things. Well, I mean, lions have to, according to you. It was a surprise to all of us, Simon. He juiced up his dog. Imagine if that video 
cut off and you saw the extended version and the lion one of the lions kills the well, other I, lion goes right in his throat yeah like, no you walk he's like this head. is my <laughs> meal <laughs> this is my meal bitch that'd be that that I would, those would be tears of the bittersweet the bittersweet symphony who stopped their dog Kamar? the this broke guy. presser his, his, he said he's like I gave TRT to my dog it said the uh, vet was like you, uh, there's a lot we could do but it's probably the end of rope and he gave uh, TRT the dog and everything went through the roof because he says and Joe says, you shouldn't cut off a dog's balls. Which is just a... I didn't have a choice. I, he came with his balls yes, cut off. So so you, you should give some roids. <laughs> Get him back. Jacked. He's already fucking on high energy. Yeah, it's probably better for dogs to keep his balls. But it it is such a more of an undertaking of being a dog owner. It's such a nuisance. You have nuisance. to be so much more responsible. Yeah. You can't go to open dog park and it, like... Sure, you can have a dog with balls, but you are responsible for it because it will go there and knock up like five girls and not to mention it's going to be fucking your leg all the goddamn time because your head. I don't think though, like um, aggression is necessarily a problem. That again is like a trait that would come from an owner. You have to be just a hundred times more responsible. That's not true though. Some dogs are just more aggressive than others. Nothing to do with their owner, but to do their balls. Then you're saying. No, I mean, I don't know what's right there. I've always cut my dog's balls off. But well, just now that I'm thinking about it right now, that's more as like. But in a way, Kamar's right, because you can always. I've dog, seen like, know? I've never seen an untrainable dog. Like Caesar's never not fucking. Well, he's dead. Caesar's dead? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. I don't think so. The dog whisperer. He's not dead. He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> Are you sure? Dude, no way. Is he? Rest in That's peace. what Simon's what? saying. I don't think he's dead. Bismarcky died he's this dead. week. Okay, we're going to have to have emergency uh, You think Caesar Milan is dead? I think Caesar Milan is dead. Caesar Milan. <laughs> uh, but what were we just talking about, Kamar? Because I was making a point about something. The idea of dog balls and cutting. Like it, this guy's 100% alive, you dickhead. Well, that was a, the dog trainer guy is dead. The dog whisperer is alive. Okay, he's 51 on, years on. old. Don't sound like the same people. Just, just fucking. You know what? You have ADD. Me? No. Obviously, I don't. Simon, who brought up Caesar Milan? I don't. You remember. did. <laughs> Actually, we're recording this episode, so it'll be very clear that I. I didn't did. bring up Caesar Milan. I don't even know the guy's name. You said he di- died though. Well, because he mentioned them. I so said you brought dead. him up. Yeah, Matt. you both have ADD. Oh, hold on, maybe he is dead. Hold on. Thank you. Oh my God! Stop! I'm in a nightmare. Well, calm down. If someone's walking around with a dog, fully grown with balls, most people sneer at that, right? It doesn't say death here anywhere. Okay, forget it. I, don't know. I, I think uh, um, when people see a... The uh, problem to me is that it makes your dog really aggressive, I find, if you don't cut the balls off. Like, it wants to fight other dogs because that's in their nature, and you're, like, making it so they're more able to live amongst us. And I don't know what's... That's not... Is that right for the dog? If He's living you, in our house. He shouldn't want to kill your kid. You know what I mean? Simon, you fell for an internet hoax. I didn't, man. He's dead. I'm telling you. What? Okay, it might not be him, but somebody's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Some pet celebrity guy. Okay, fair enough. Steve Irwin? No. He's dead. No, he's dead. I know. Too soon, Matt. Come on, what else you got? When do you think Steve here? Irwin died? What, what date do you think Steve Irwin died? I'm going to say... Uh, say 14 years ago. 
say 20, 2004, 2004. Yeah, I'm going to say 2001. I'm going to say... I'm actually going to go a bit later than that. I'm going to say he died September 14th of 2008. That's weird. He gave a, a date. I thought well, that's he wants he to be prolific. He died right in now. 2006. Oh, off by two years. It's no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm I was sorry. Off by I'm two sorry. Years. He was married. No, no, no. Yeah, 2006. 2008. It was 2008. What date? What date? You want to know when so he died? He died 2010. February 22nd oh, was when up. he was born, oh. and September 2006. September. The 4th of September. Oh, my God. 10 I was days off. Ten day, two, two years, 10 days. Okay, okay. Uh, it's amazing when, nothing to do with Steve Irwin, rest in peace, but it's amazing when I think about things that seem to me like five years ago, 10 years ago, and they're now 20 years ago. Yeah. Yep. 30 years ago. It like, hurts. it's crazy, man. I'm so fucking old. You are. Simon, I we've, you and I, like, I know you feel like you've known me for like two years. Go ahead. Yeah. We've known each other for like 15 years. I feel like I've known you for 15 years. Okay. You feel like you've only known him for two years? No, I know. He, he's mentioned that before. He also only thinks I'm like 5'4", which is ironic. I don't think he's 5'4". I think you're like 5'8 and a half. I don't, I don't think you're like a midget. I just don't think you're a very tall guy. How tall am I, Simon? Like 5'10". I'm as tall as you, right? You're almost as tall as me. No, I'm exactly as tall as you. I've known you for 30 years. You've yeah, that's known gross. me for 30 years, probably... We have listeners that were floating around in their parents' nuts when years. you guys met each other. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Depressing. Uh, if you have a dog with balls, you have a lot more responsibility raising it and taking it for dog walks, and you can't go to a dog walk. You can't let it off leash. Yeah, because it might attack exactly, somebody. Exactly. Or you're right, it might go and have sex with dogs exactly. and then Bob Barker would be mad at you. Yeah. Like, it's a fucking tough, it's a razor's edge, man. Yeah. Um, See, no child is going to know, now that I know we have all these children listeners, feed, um, is going to know that Bob feed Barker Feed your reference. cat meat. He hosted a game called Price is Right, which Shut is now up. hosted by Drew Carey. And his thing was at the end, he would always say, spay and neuter your pets, folks. So that was funny if you knew that whole call. But cruel. As we established that spading, neutering your pets is animal cruelty. Yeah, Bob Barker was pretty much Hitler. He fucked all those bitches. I hate zoos. Is that in your notes? This is, this is I believe, a great subway. Zoos, will they be a thing we tell people about? Because that seems like more progressive than the trans uh, discussion. Yeah, I, zoos are gross. And these guys wanted them still have giraffes in there, but not, like, you know, there's nothing. We have to have wild safaris that are subsidized so you can go out to someplace and see It doesn't even need animals. to be subsidized. If you want to go see fucking animals, go out. They're fucking everywhere. If you can't afford. Listen, there's animals everywhere. If you can't afford to go on a safari in Africa, we're not going to subsidize it. Go, you know, listen. I'm just saying, we, I don't think anyone other than scientists needs to be studying animals, and I don't think we need to be keeping them in cages for our well, fucking if weird you, entertainment. If you are going to do it, I think what Kamara is saying is he's trying to say like a Park Omega type situation where... I've never been there, but that'd be, these that'd things, be the minimum. I mean, that still seems kind of cruel, but they're kind of roaming free. They have acres to roam on, and then you drive your car in and you can look at them. It's kind of like a safari, but... 
I just, again, you know what, especially in this day and age with like David Attenborough, I, even though he's probably on his last leg, but like with Netflix, you, you don't need to go. Well, there's a difference between your child seeing like you, for example, Matt, seeing an elephant on TV I get and then it, getting to see an elephant in real life and like putting yeah, that into comparison. I'm with you, you know? but it's gross if it's like in a fucking cage or tied up to the ground. I don't know. I agree. The thing that fucked me up. I can agree. I say the thing that fucked me up the most in Thailand was seeing these elephants chained to the ground when in my head I'm like, you can pull this out. Like it's... No, they're too nice. They're too chill. That's what's fucked. Have you seen, have you seen the elephant going down the mudslide? Yeah, it's so happy. It... It's in a good mood, and it's like slotted down a mountain. I had two life-changing, um, like viewpoint-changing things happen to me, both in the same place, and both because of marijuana. I think mm-hmm. um, Amsterdam Zoo. I was super high. I think I've told you the story about the monkey, the I, orangutan, yeah, the one who fell in love with me, and then the jealous husband who tried to attack me. That was crazy because then I like that really was like they are me. I am them. You know what I mean? But then they also have this polar bear there and the polar bear is in this tiny little enclosure type thing that has like a swimming pool and you can like watch it from underneath. It's a it's a really shitty zoo. Like imagine like um, the Chernobyl Zoo. That's what this place is like. I swear to God, man, like Amsterdam should be ashamed of themselves. This zoo is fucking ridiculously terrible. Um, Anyways, this polar bear must have come from like a circus or something because all it does all day is ride a tricycle. No, it sometimes swims, but when it's not (laughs) swimming and it's up on like the fucking iceberg uh, concrete thing, It will just walk out. It does like this weird little dance routine where it walks out to the end and then turns around and then walks back and then turns around (laughs) and walks back. Please kill me. (laughs) Totally, man. It was the saddest fucking shit I've ever seen. So then after the monkeys and that, I was like, well, I can never go to another zoo again. And then I was leaving and everybody was gathered around and they were all ooing and aahing. And it was over a fucking raccoon. They don't have raccoons there, so they thought Rocking they were. Raccoons. That, um, that's, that's just a side note. I believe the, the circus with animals are done. Yep. Those used to come when I was a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The best part was I watching went and it saw one at clean Lansdown. up the uh, elephant shit when you were a kid, though. Yeah. And I think those have been. I took my, I think it was Aoife. I think we took our daughter to one circus there, and it was so horrible. With animals, like, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's terrible. Well, I think those are done. So maybe we can extract from that that That's one day done. the, the mar- zoo will the be done. The marine lands are done. Like the zoo should the, be done. The zoo's the last of all. They'll just have to do some like documentary about um, some bear killing a trainer. And um, then they show a video of uh, them feeding lions in captivity. Are you going like, to be okay? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but the, the argument is like, do you just throw the meat in or why do you kill the meat before it's going to get killed? Right. And so they send the goat in and it gets shredded apart. And Joe goes, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, the goat, the goat doesn't really care. Cares. He's going to die either way. Said, and I go for the record, shoot me in the head. Oh, that's what I said too. I was thinking, I was like, oh, Joe, are you nuts? If I have a choice between being torn alive by seven lions or shot in the head with a fucking... <laughs> 
with a bolt. Bolt me up 10 times out of 10. But you don't know how it works for like an antelope, let's say. Maybe an antelope needs to be hunted by a lion for its soul to go to like the right place, you know? I don't think the goat really cares. And maybe by putting a bolt through its head, you're like, that thing is stuck in limbo forever. Like, well, then we got a ton of goats in limbo right this now. This is what but- I mean. We've been like genociding goats. And not only that, we're like condemning them to a life of purgatory. But it's better to be hunted and killed by another animal than be killed by a. I'm, I'm saying that's their, that's their life. They came into this world knowing that one day they were either going to. Hold on. You think they know that? It, I mean, I'd like to think that. Yeah. I think they know it deep down in their bones. That they have to like fight for their lives. I all think the survival time. would be the opposite, though. You would never think like I'm never gonna die. I gotta just fucking always moving, always moving, always moving. Never well, gonna don't die. know what death is. He no, was saying the, I think the big deer, their life expectancy is 15 years. Like if it goes to 15 years, that's crazy. If you live in, if you're, if here, example. Someone told you you'd live to 15. That's old age. If you're a tiny zebra and you live in a pack of zebras, you're either gonna die or you're gonna watch a lot of your fellow pack herd. Sorry, herd die like that's just gonna be a fact you they just are sleeping do you know they're gone no i think they know like that fucking thing is never their mother zebra says to him like timmy's not coming back you know kamara i can't remember what animal it is it's it looks like a little like groundhog hedgehoggy thing this thing smiles ear to ear and i saw a photo of one the other day and they were like this photo was captured three seconds after it left its kids behind to be eaten and this thing has a, sm- a smile ear to ear. Just does not give to. Like, I'm just going to go back, make three more. Don't give a fuck. But I'm not sure if some of them know. I some, think some of them is just some like, mothers just keep it going. definitely know. Yeah, like, some for sure. Look at the whales, right? Yeah. They like cry for three years waiting for their calves to come home. They said that when uh, when they took that calf from the one that was born at Marineland, uh, they, the sound that it let out, they had never heard that frequency before. Like it was... So yeah, it's fucking bananas. Going full circle to a question Kamar asked at the beginning. Yeah, no, I think they all animals have feelings, yeah, Kamar. I'm with that too. Now. Even the even smallest, the crocodile. even the, the shittiest, angriest mouse, ones. Yes. When you step on a spider, that mother spider is crying that night to sleep because the daddy spider isn't coming home. You know. So that takes me to my next point: is that hunting a tamed animals is the worst thing you can do, like a dog. For sure, dog, or even a even a deer that you raise from a baby, then say, around humans, what they were saying. What kind, about, hold on, what, what kind of horrible doing? human? Yeah. What kind of What's awful human on? raises a deer and then is like, you have a ten minute head he start? They raise deer and have guys come in and kill them. Oh, I see uh, what you're uh, saying. Uh, said that's okay, a yeah, yeah, but they're not their pets, Kay. No, they're no, no, raising no, no. deers to but be what hunted. They're, what they're saying is the thing about hunting. Yeah, but those deers don't necessarily know that it's to be hunted. They're like. They've fed. never seen their brethren get pulled down by a wolf pack. They don't know what death is. They they are easier targets, and it's there's an ethical thing there. Going, climbing the hill, traversing, waiting. You've earned the kill of that animal. Like it's not like you just swooped in there. It it it, it is it's pride. To get killed by you. But that's not ethics. That's just your pride. Like, But going into an enclosure with a tame animal. Are, are that what they're talking about? They were talking about guys who were like Joe, who goes and hunts on like ranches, right? That's the best condition. That's. I think when they say containment, Kamar, they're, they're like, it's a 200 acre yeah, ranch. They're, like, they're, they're not being hunted by like humans all the time, but they're 
constantly being hunted by the wolves and the mountain lions and all the prey that's there were farms where they raise animals to be hunted so they're really easy to hunt and it's just yeah that's terrible it's just an exchange of cash bing bang boom the the whole you best me but there's no ethics though i mean we eat factory no that's that's worse though is it worse i'm just saying listen I'll agree with hunting you that a tame animal. Kamar, I agree with you that worse than hunting a wild animal. I agree with you that if yeah, you no. and I are sitting at the table so calling each other hunters, then there's a there's a discrepancy. But I don't find the ethics no. like I, I would not call myself a hunter. That's not what I was asking you though. Okay, I was asking you like, is it worse? Um, it's still better that that animal got to live a nice life and then was released to be hunted than it live a shitty life and it get shot in the head with a fucking dart, you know, or a bolt. Like, just because, like, yeah, two seconds of that. There's no, I, yeah, I guess they kill venison on a, like, do, do, are there venison farms where they have slaughterhouses of venison? Or is all venison hunted? I wonder. I don't know. I, I would no say idea. most of it's just hunted, I to be know. honest. I would imagine. Because I'm just eating cows, like, I could hunt a cow. Because <laughs> well, yeah. I, I could go at the it's farm not very tough. and shoot yeah. it, because it's, it's not going to move or anything. Maybe it's not ethics. Maybe I don't know what words mean. Um, spring fever is definitely a thing. I mean, you guys don't necessarily feel it the same as, but do you ever feel like I'm always horny, excited in uh, spring? I mean, I just, I think if you feel a long, shitty winter, spring just feels much better because of the four seasons. Well, yeah, because you again, you know, you're like, I have five months of the women are plumping up their plumage, so it's getting the guys all, you know, because it almost felt like how, but that's um, the other way, it's the guys who have the fancy plumage, yeah. You're they right. are trying to. Michael Pollan was talking about how the plants are controlling us. Yeah, definitely. This guy sort of makes it seem like our body's controlling us. Well, we know that's kind of true because when they do that test, where like it it knows a split second. You know what I mean? You know a split second what you're going to do but before you, think you actually do it. You're controlling your body. Well, yeah, well, that's the whole free will. That's debate. the Sam Harris. Yeah, fuck, we're not getting started on this. this no, we're actually done. How many more do you have? Um. <laughs> he goes, so who do you think needs to eat the leanest, be the healthiest, cut the most weight? And Joe just goes, hose. Yeah. <laughs> but he was saying, but he's in the middle of saying, bodybuilders. Yeah, bodybuilders. That, yeah. that was hilarious. Joe's like, no, Instagram hose. I thought he was talking about hose too. Yeah. Who wants to be the most tanned Fucking and lose weight? Fucking grows sugar daddies. And then the cure-all for everything is peptides, which have been around and are really easy to get because you just buy it at uh, any supplement store. And it uh, makes your nails stronger, helps with your joints, makes your hair thicker. My nails are trash. Sounds like good stuff. And it's just something you throw in like a protein shake or whatever. Where do I get these peptides? Popeyes. Really? GNC. Just boom, peptides. It's that easy. Yeah. And what peptides do I need? Just go in and say, bro, fucking peptide me. (laughs) Give me more hair. (laughs) They range from like a month supply for $200 to like uh, $40. Yeah, I don't even, uh, yeah, I can't. It's too much already. It's just a shake eat. Anyways, it's the easiest thing you do, and I think it takes two weeks to kick in, but people are doing it, and it might not even be uh, illegal. Raider boys. Yet. Well, let's start with you. I have a feeling you're going to give it like a 4.2 because you really like this. Uh, what did you call him again? The professor. The professor. yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, th- there was some fighting stuff or, or whatever, and uh, I... I I give it four point six. The hunting stuff got a bit much too. I give it a three. I um go more with the rock star doctor. So we're gonna go rockter. 
<laughs> and uh, but he's not a doctor. I'm but gonna I like that. give I like that him. Name. I'm gonna give him a, a 3.5. I changed my mind. I actually really like this episode, minus all the fucking health talk. Yeah, I thought I figured you'd come around. I thought there's just some some practical, like you know, sometimes some comes on like get to it. What do I do? Like, what's the shortcut? Yeah, I think he gave like six or seven. Yeah, it was concise, clear. Yeah, it's just too much of like. Every week, Joe has a trans guy on, and Joe has a health guy on. Like you just want it to be fucking aliens, aliens big Bigfoot, something civilization, Matt, something else. Yeah. You know, I would comedian every week. Like, give me a break, breakthrough ancient <laughs> civilization thing. Do you know what I really hope happens this week? Just you to fuck with both of you, that. I hope a, I hope a big time alien guy comes on, and they just get bogged down in cancel culture talk. Totally breeze oh, three hours, and it just they don't. Oh, we forgot to talk about it. Sorry, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be around Simon if that happened. <laughs> All right, that's well, it. I'll be really interested to see who his next um get, uh, alien guest is. That's going to tell us a lot about where we're at. No, it's going to tell thing. you a lot. <laughs> I also want to bring up in closing. Connor only came up, I'm pretty sure, in Huberman, which means I believe the other two were recorded last week. I have that weird feeling. And Matt says he saw Shane Gillis posting about being on Rogan. He thought it was Shane Dorian. He got very excited for me. Well, aside from you, Simon, I think we've had a lot of leaks and sure fire reasons why we think someone's on and we've always been wrong. No, I've never, I haven't always been wrong. I've, I've knocked a few out of the park. I mean, Shane Gillis posted a photo of the studio and said, train by day. I had a video of a guy who took a picture of Chappelle in the studio, sent it to Simon, said, Chappelle's coming up. Don't tell Matt. It's going to be excitement. And it wasn't Chappelle. Who knows if... Okay, well, so if Shane Gillis is on this week, do I get a point? Of course. Okay, well, there we go. Kamar showed me a random arm in a room that could or could not (laughs) have been Joe's studio. And I said, case closed, Chappelle. Don't tell Matt. His dreams have been answered. Random arm, maybe studio. We're right. gold, baby. That's an episode. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, big shout outs to BetterHelp. Don't forget to go to uh, betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E uh, for 10% off your first month. Uh, you never know. Could change your life. Uh, as usual, we do have some uh, plugs. We have, uh, what do we have? Our Instagram and our Twitter, they're both at J-R-E-E podcast. You can follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Babar. There's a subreddit if you want to join in the conversation. It's r slash J-R-E-E podcast. Getting a nice little following on there. we got some good chats lately. It's been nice. Some good it's engagement. Lit. Good it's engagement. Lit. Is it lit? Is I that forget, what it is? I, awesome. I wrote that down for Joe as a hateful thing that he said he was using lit with Brian Simpson. Is that what the Nelk boys say? That's, That's what all the kids say. say. Um what else? There's a YouTube. If you want to watch the show, you can watch this episode. It's youtube.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. Even if you're not going to watch, maybe do us a favor. Slide over there. Hit subscribe. Maybe like a few things as well. That would help us out a great deal. If not, no big deal. No hate. It's all love. And then, of course, the Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can do so for as little as $5 a month. Head over to patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. Uh, for that $5 a month, you will get the post show. It's the show after the show where Kamar says it's our real podcast. Uh, and you'll also get a backlog of what, what are there like 50 of them 53 53 old episodes that we did of uh, this won't age and they're well fire and lit. the series where we went back we listened to old episodes and we did what we do here on the normal show uh, that's it don't forget to check out BetterHelp uh, again on it if you go to onit.com slash J-R-E-E you might get a sample of something for free if you're in the states if you're out of the states you're shit out of luck I'm out of the states and I'm shit out of luck I can't even get a sample that's it 
Thank you so much for listening or watching. We love you guys to death. We hope you have a great week, weekend. Stick around for the post, Joe. And as usual, keep your eyes open.